1: luxury quality within reach go to quince.com style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order quince.com
2: style
3: we have set up a, a patreon a patreon a patreon a patreon a patreon
2: we have set up a, a patreon which... patreon patreon however you want to say it a patreon we have set up a, a Patreon. What that does is that just helps us get things like train tickets, train tickets, train tickets, petrol for you, and it helps us get to bigger and better guests. Bigger <laughs> and better guests. We'll be doing cool little things on there, like nice little giveaways. Giveaways. You can put in your questions, and then we can we can talk to you. Um, so yeah, please go on to
3: www.patreon.com forward slash Overrated Everything. We
2: are back, episode four. Well, I, th- this is the thing. Um, I, I, we started calling the episodes, like, episode one, two, three again. Yeah. But I've just put them out as, like, 70, 18, 19, oh, 20. Oh, really? You so are a f- fool. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> Moisey have it till the end of the season. You had a waste of time. That oh, gigs in it. Oh, Giggsie have it. Give it, Giggsie. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, this is episode 21. Wow. Well, there you go. Yeah. Which twenty-one
3: is... slash uh, episode four of
2: series? Well, two. yeah. But again, I think I think I think the uh, I think it's just all one series. I've not even put it as series two. Oh, really? Yeah. I read some of that it's better to just just oh, do that. I, felt like,
3: I feel like we've lied to the listeners. Now.
2: Sorry, guys. It is episode <laughs> twenty-one, which yeah. is I like that because it means that we've that that I mean that's a better number twenty-one. Uh, that's which... twenty-one podcasts we've done, which yeah. is amazing. We've yeah. almost been doing this a year now. Yeah, because meant, the first it? two interviews that we did were pre... Interviews or... Uh, sorry, I've done it chats, like. the chats. The first two chats that we did were yeah. um, before the World Cup last year, weren't they? So that would have yeah. been...
3: Yeah, because we were sort of pondering, weren't we, whether to put yeah. them out. And I said, obviously, wait wait, until after the World Cup. Um, yeah, I, so, I remember yeah. we had this massive thing last year with during the World Cup. Swimming with Men was released. And we were saying, like, don't release that film during the World Cup because nobody wants to be in the cinema. Whilst the World Cup's on. I mean, I do. Lo and behold. Well, you do, yeah. <laughs> Lo and behold, yeah, it did it did quite... Not not terribly in the cinema, but it's doing a lot better now on Netflix. It's yeah. on Netflix, by the way, if you want to go
2: watch that. And, you know, what a World Cup as well, I guess. If, yeah, it was, we're if we were out in the first round... Yeah. <laughs> if then we didn't make it through the groups. <laughs> That's the one I was looking for. Then maybe, you know, but we we did all right, didn't yeah. we? Yeah, we did um, amazingly.
3: Put, but it's put a lot of pressure on us now, which was... Why we did so well this time, I think, because there was no pressure. But it's put a lot of pressure on us now for the Euros, so... Mm. But, I mean, we've got a young, exciting squad. Yeah. So, I think we will do good.
2: But, anyway, that's not what the podcast is This is, is not about. a football podcast, guys. No. I mean, we could do a good football podcast. It'd just be you saying stuff and me going, mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> like yeah. me
3: most weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, we're back again. Uh, we are. Episode four, and we've got a bit of a different guest this week, isn't it?
2: We have. We've got a fellow podcaster. We've both been on his yeah. podcast. Yeah.
3: Yeah, um, he got in touch with me on Twitter and said, um, would you be interested in me coming to Grimsby and doing an episode of his podcast, which is called Life in the Stocks, Um, which, again, like, overrated. Everything's available on all top like podcast streaming apps um, and it's a great it was a great little chat to be fair and I remember we were talking about this in the car when I went to London just now <laughs> saying, when he said oh can I come to your house and do it and I was like nah, you're a random guy <laughs> off Twitter mate I don't think I want you around my house uh, so we sat in um, we sat in, uh, in my wife's car down the seafront and probably I think one of the hottest days of summer and absolutely just melted you know because we've got yeah. to close the windows because of the atmos and um, we just melted for an hour uh, but it was good and he was a top guy we had a couple of pints after um, and then he got in touch with you didn't
2: he? Didn't yeah he? I think he got in touch with me not long after because I think my episode went out just after yours so I don't think Did it guess. was too much after mm. um, and yeah same thing got, got in touch on Twitter and he was like do you fancy doing it and I think we'd uh, we, were, we were just about to release this I think we released this around about the time uh, the first episode of this around yeah. the time that yeah. our episodes went out on that. Uh, Matt Stocks uh, we've not mentioned his name Um is the guest today? Uh, like you say, top bloke, is Yeah,
3: lovely bloke. Yeah, spot on. Yeah, I really like him. He's um, he's a pretty genuine, you know, genuine guy. He's no bullshit. He's, yeah. uh he's really educated in in terms of film and television. He's got a massive, massive passion for film. Hasn't yeah, yeah. In he
2: this in, in this interview, when he's talking about film, sometimes I, it was chat. the football thing in this chat. Sorry, I was just kind of going, yeah. Yeah. yeah, there was yeah. a lot
3: that he was talking about, <laughs> and I was like, "Dude, I've never seen this."
2: We should yeah. be the ones who know more about film, being yeah. in the fuckers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, uh, we're so, too busy making them. Yeah, of watching them. That's it, mate. That's yeah. it. You know, um, I bet Picasso didn't go to many art galleries. Probably did. No. Probably did. Wow. Um, but yeah, no. So. Um, yeah, we went and met in Birmingham,
3: Solly Hall, uh, yeah.
2: near Birmingham. Very yeah. nice area, beautiful, beautiful area. Yeah, really,
3: really nice area. Um, it was handy for us. My brother lives in Birmingham. He lives in Sutton, mm. so it's not very, it's not far at all. Um, yeah, I love Birmingham anyway. So any excuse to go there. So it's probably one of my favourite cities.
2: Yeah, and guys, we are happy to announce that you, you did that. You people who listen to this podcast and you people who especially you people who uh, donate to our patreon patreon mm. um, you guys are the reason that we can we, we've left the north for the first time on the yeah. podcast
3: yeah this is the first time I, this uh, is our first oh, podcast oh, oh, we've
2: been to we, we went to Steve and he lives Midland he, don't he yeah so okay yeah. so 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 yeah but Still I mean, north of where we are now yeah exactly um, and yeah. so yeah so uh, we happy to report that we recorded uh, this episode with Matt stocks in uh, Solihull. And now we are in the beautiful capital city of London where we've got a fucking really exciting weekend yeah we've got a great weekend with. uh we've got a nice
3: little b&b haven't we it's beautiful yeah it's really really nice it's um
2: the atmos that you can hear if you can hear a bit of roads it is because we are that in is london. the city of london yeah we've yeah. got a blanket that we've put it's very um, glam we'll put a photo up on instagram so you can yeah see. <laughs> on a bookcase i hope the uh, air <laughs> the airbnb host doesn't see it
3: <laughs> but no we um yeah we took a long drive didn't we We'd, well I, I drove to birmingham you got the train and then Onwards to to down to London. Yeah, and yeah. I we you said on the car on the way down, didn't you? Like, who are you most excited for? And some of the guests that we've got, man, are like amazing.
2: Yeah, definitely brilliant, brilliant definitely. guests. Um, so, um, Matt Stocks' subject uh, is Hollywood remakes. Mm-hmm. Um, we discussed quite a few bits in there with Matt. Um, and yeah. but what we have been doing, which we've forgot because we've had a busy day. Um, is uh, a new segment to the podcast. Is giving a few facts. All right. Yeah. So um, we'll take a little pause while we <laughs> uh, we get some facts for you. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're straight back, like yeah, we just like, like that. just dead quick. Um, sorry about that little pause there, guys. Um, so. A couple of uh, little factoids yeah. about uh Hollywood remakes. I've Googled I've just
3: learned we've just learned a mental one by the yeah, way. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yours is good. Yours yeah. is good. Mine's a bit of the silly side. So I Googled Hollywood remakes and got Bollywood remakes yeah. with a B. Um which Bollywood's massive, by the way. Like, yeah. like billions yeah. and billions Ridiculous. of pound industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So It's
3: the biggest film is other than America, is it? It's Bollywood. I don't know. I think possibly. they might have the biggest film industry I've i think
2: got, yeah i mean i think like it's massive it's yeah. pretty big isn't it like they just churn out i mean film after film a lot of yeah, music the same with stuff. china
3: as well obviously with the population there's a massive massive amount of films that get produced. yeah
2: yeah and a lot of uh this is a fact that we've not researched but a lot of films uh in china and tv shows get um censored quite a lot so apparently game of thrones <clears throat> is censored very heavily in china because they don't they don't really allow nudity and stuff. Well,
3: that's boring, isn't it? So um
2: yeah so so there's, there's 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 scenes where basically all they do if there's a character nude, they'll just zoom into the face and just have a shot oh, that really? just looks dead random, yeah.
3: I mean Amelia Amelia Clark's face is very beautiful to look at yeah, as well, so that's yeah, fine. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Um okay, uh so Bollywood made a remake of Mrs Doubtfire. All right. That's got bike stunts and kinky stuff. Oh. Um, what they stole from Hollywood Uh, obviously there are hundreds and hundreds of comedies about men dressing up as old ladies in the world but the similarities between and this is the film it's called Chacha 420 and Mrs Doubtfire are too much to be a coincidence they're both about a divorced father who resorts to pretending to be an elderly nanny to be with their children again Um, yeah so there's there's, I mean I love Mrs Doubtfire that's probably one of my favourite films from a kid so I might I might give that a lookout. So there is a Bollywood version of Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh well, there you go. Yours is yours out, does Well this.
3: mind you I I saw a little photo and mm. like, I just again just um googled it and then I saw that Scarface, obviously the Al Pacino yeah. classic, say hello to my little friend, um, is in fact a a remake. Um and original, um the original one was out in 1932, going by the same name, um, directed by a guy called Howard Hawks. Um, now on here, it's saying, obviously, the original version wasn't nearly as scandalous or as raunchy as the... I can
2: imagine it being the 30s? It'd be, it'd be a bit more reserved. A bit more
3: reserved. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I just thought that, that, that kind of blew my That's mind. That's crazy, but,
2: isn't it, because it's such an iconic film, isn't it?
3: Yeah, and but it's something I never knew, anyway. I Definitely. wonder if Matt Stocks knew about it, because he seems to know a lot.
2: He probably does. I might send it to him. <laughs> um so yeah, there's our little facts. Yeah. Um yeah, we'll uh we'll drop you straight into the interview with Matt now. Chat. It's off. Sorry, roll the chat. <laughs> Uh, so we're here with uh, Matt Stocks. Um, obviously, we've just probably chatted about him in the intro, um, and he's prepared us a delicious selection of biscuits. Yeah, which for me, trying a diet.
1: Oh <laughs> throwing <laughs> a right old spanner yeah, so in the works, haven't I? Away from me, that'll be spot on. Cheers, mate. So this is the selection here. Andy's favourites. Nice. Yeah. Which I'm going to be honest seem a little bit cheap because I opened the packet and half of them just crumbled in my hands as I did.
2: Yeah, mate. I'm from I'm from right? so it's yeah. it's uh, it's cheap and cheerful. No, I tell you why I like them. I had a maths teacher once who was from Australia. Apparently they're Australian biscuits. I don't know, but she just brought a pack in one day and was like, "These are great biscuits." Turn your phone off. <laughs> <Don't tell me laughs> That's of boss. Um, put your mic a little bit closer as well, T. Um, yeah, no. So yes, yeah, so, right. <laughs> So I was always like, oh, okay. And and I just, yeah, I just liked him from then. She was a great teacher as well.
1: Tomo's favourites here, the Hobnob. I live,
3: yeah, this is how the other half live, mate. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Hobnob's.
2: Biscuit (laughs) and
1: chocolate, come (laughs) on now.
3: He's
2: got actual oats in it. Wow, you fucking rich man.
1: And then these are my wild cards. These, I think, are the best biscuits on the market. Fox's Chunky Cookie. So you've got Cookie and basically the best side of the hobnob. Can tell yeah.
2: someone lives in Soluil. It's ways. also <laughs> right. The hoi polloi. <laughs> it's also my nickname from my wife, that. Is it really? Chunky cooket. No, it's not.
1: And this is the full wild card. Do you remember these? Yes, no. trios, mate. Yeah. Trio! I want a trio, and I want one now. So dig in. Obviously, you're on a no, diet, I so I
2: apologise in advance. Just trying not to be a greedy pig. Which all the time. one? Which one do you reckon out of them four are going to be the best for dunking? Mine's out of the window. Mine are shit for dunking. Yeah, you have to be this really is break quick, and you've got to fish them out at the but bottom. But that, that's right? why I've got the reflexes of a Jedi cat. Yeah, um, but I mean, there's—I don't know. I'm going to say mats are probably a safe bet. For Mine
1: dunking. are probably the best for dunking. I obviously can't dunk because I've got ginger tea, so that would yeah, be all kinds yeah, of weird, wrong.
3: That. that is
2: no. I mean, you know. He, again, Solly Holt. You know,
3: he sat it down next to me, he put his cup down next to me and went, that's the ginger one. I was like, Oh <laughs> <fruit. laughs> well, yeah, didn't but even mean, make, make that thing, nice one. <laughs> Strawberry blonde. You're not even ginger though. I know, like not I know, even
1: yeah. slightly. I know. Hey dude, I'll let you into a secret. I have a big soft spot in my heart for redheads okay. Amy Adams I think is the most beautiful oh, yeah, woman yeah, she's she's fit, yeah. on this earth yeah. and one of the best actresses I think that's ever lived she was, she the, um,
3: she was in The Fighter
1: she was in I the first oh, film it, I saw is, her is in the was or the, the, or the war- princess film what's it called Enchanted or something yeah it's a brilliant film and actually. she broke my heart and then yeah. after that I saw her in The Fighter and I was like yeah. what range she's yeah. amazing yeah, yeah incredible she is really
3: good, is really good. you wouldn't kick her out of bed for fighting would you, <laughs> you, <laughs> you certainly would
1: not Nicole Kidman another beautiful Isla Fisher
2: just oh, off all the yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah. who else? What's uh I, I like her, um, I'm A um Reese was a big doctor fan. Uh, Catherine is it Ka- Karen Gillan Karen Gillen, I thought
1: you were gonna say Catherine Tate. Nope. I've also got a soft spot for her. <laughs> really? I'm a bit partial to oh, a bit nice. of Catherine Tate, yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, no, uh, am C- <laughs> I bothered?
3: Come wander. to Grimsby, there's loads of them, mate. I've
1: go oh, been, I didn't see any. I <laughs> <laughs> to come back. Uh, so, how are you boys doing? Thanks for coming around to my mother's abode. Yeah,
3: Maybe. you know what? As we oh, no. were driving around, we were saying how nice, nice it is around here because I said to Matt, and I don't even I'm know it. why I thought this. I said, um, he said, oh, it lives in Solihull. I said, oh, it's a bit stabby around there, mate. And then I rang my brother who lives in Sutton, round not far from here. And, uh, and I said, oh, Solihull's a lot nicer than I thought. He was like, is it? Am I right in thinking? Is it the beck or something? What's it called? Driving through from Birmingham Airport to Solihull, you drive through a really rich area. Uh,
1: Catherine de Barnes. Catherine
3: de Barnes, yeah. which is the the most expensive. Place in England to live outside of London is, is that right? it really?
1: Well, Lapworth is an area about two miles from here, and that's sort of the haven for a lot of celebrities. Everybody mm. from Tony Iommi mm. from Black Sabbath, Casper 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 Jarrett, Kasper, Kasper Jarrett yeah, is he also here. There, yeah. yeah, him yeah,
3: and Tony Casper yeah.
2: <laughs> Jarrett. Jarrett, him and Tony oh, yeah, Iommi
1: yeah. used to come into the pub that I worked at together, along with Andy Gray, mm. uh, Steve Townsend. And the guy who presents on Midlands Today News, whose name I forget, Nick something. And there's a little like crew of them. Yeah. But um, there is he a few said a lot areas of the, the, around the The West
3: Brom and the Villa players and that all live around there and stuff. Uh, yep. it's, I, yeah, I couldn't have been further away from them. Well, no,
1: there are a few rough areas. Chelmsley Wood is probably yeah. the more. You need to be
3: careful because if there's any listeners, you are going to get.
1: Yeah, but if they live there, they know. <laughs> <laughs> they know it's rough. They're in the midst of it.
2: No, yeah, um, I, yeah I quite like it because I've, I've only really, ever it, really yeah. been to sort of the centre of Birmingham. And you know, like the bull ring and that which which actually walking through there today I've gone, Oh, it's quite nice. It's a bit the ball ring pool one. Yeah, but I mean it's it's not a nice building, is it? That bull ring, ring. the bull ring, Are you kidding me. I mean it's in it like renowned for being a big concrete mess. Or what? It's, it I don't think it's it.
1: aged very well. It looks I like think a it's spaceship. So I mean,
2: it's really nice. Yeah, no, I mean I mean it's a lot
1: nicer than the old one. The old one's still there, and that is literally. It just might a be the old one I'm thinking of. Yeah. R- high rise. Yeah, that's it. Yeah,
2: yeah. that's what I oh, was looking no, for. You didn't see the
1: brand new one. Yeah, that's the new one. Yeah,
2: today I walked around like it looks a bit like Liverpool one, don't it? It's like an outside shopping centre with bits inside and stuff like that. Oh, gotcha. I think yeah, it's no. the largest indoor shopping centre in Europe. Is it? I know, um, just because they've took our title. Um, they or just.
3: Frat Trafford must be big on
2: it I don't know no I don't know um, they have just opened the, the the world's biggest Primark took that right from Manchester <laughs>
3: yeah took that right. what a yeah, claim yeah, yeah. to Charlotte fame Charlotte showed me it the other day He was laying in bed she went oh my god I was like what? What, what what's going on and she showed me and it was like it's got like hair salons and all shit like, I was yeah, like Charlotte I'm not <laughs> when she was like can we go see your brother in Birmingham next week and I was like
2: no absolutely <laughs> to go not. to Primark
3: yeah
2: it's like mm. it's crazy isn't it I just yeah. the queues in there do you mind not in me
3: it's just like a cheap Selfridges I'm guessing is it like what, well, Primark? It's just, it's becoming a department store and it's like five floors. And yeah, I think they're so. They're selling yeah. like, you can customise t-shirts and they've got like a hairdressers and beauty salons and all that. Mm. So it's just like a... a like a, a poor man's self. Poor man's I mean, self. Fair
2: play. You'd shop at I mean I'm
3: Prime not innit? yeah. They do some
2: great t shirts.
3: I love T Yeah, the man, i am at that age now where I've dropped my oh I need to wear Island Scott or I need to wear Stone. Like now I'm wearing I've started shopping on Boohoo. That's man. Boohoo man, isn't it? Boohoo yeah. man, I love it. Like,
1: they I've, do great Hawaiian shirts. This is what the one I'm wearing isn't from yeah, there, but good they, for they do. Shit shirt now that one. Great Hawaiian <laughs> shirt. Oh come on now, this is this ain't fancy <laughs> dress, this is, is just my look.
2: Um so yeah, so we'll 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 come to the to the subject. Um, which when when you told us yesterday or the day before, um, I loved. I was like, yes, brilliant. And then message you didn't tea, mm. and we were a little bit confused because because we were like, and, and and I hope you'll help us out here. Um, so your subject, otherwise we're fucked, and it's going to be a <laughs> shit episode. Your subject is Hollywood remakes. It is. Are we including reboots?
1: We're including um, all of that, and ah, I really want to okay. go especially into those areas of offshoots, prequels, sequels, okay, reimaginings, all of that. Yeah. Um, should we talk a little bit about me first, just yeah, to give some context? Because I mean, yeah, I'm not exactly a household a name, a name, am I? A
2: professional podcaster so, does Tom, <laughs> A
1: lot of people out there will be scratching their heads going, who the hell is this guy? No, I doubt it, mate. We were going to do it in the intro.
2: Okay. <laughs> Fine. come on. We're going to talk me <laughs> But yeah, Matt Stocks, obviously you run the great podcast, Life in the Stocks, which uh, has had some incredible guests, including me and Thomas. Uh, yeah, present <laughs> company included. <laughs> um And... Yeah, I mean, tell us about Life in the Stocks, I guess.
1: So it's a podcast I set up two years ago, and my background has always been in radio, so I've been broadcasting for about 10 years, Um, but all the... Commercial stations I was working for, first of all, Kerrang here in Birmingham, and then later on Team Rock in London. Both of them closed down and went out of business. And I was also presenting on Scuzz TV, which also closed down and went out of business. You might Mm -hmm. be noticing a pattern. If you hire me, your business will fail.
2: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, this is the last (laughs) podcast.
1: (laughs) And Metal Hammer magazine I used to write for them, and they also went out of business. They're thankfully back. Kerrang Radio does still exist online, Um, but I was just noticing this pattern that the. The rock music industry is struggling, as, you know, music is indeed struggling because yeah. of the drop in album sales. And, and so I decided, you know what, I'm tired of having the rug pulled from underneath me every year. I'm just going to go out alone and try and, you know, build something that's mine, that I own, that nobody can then take away. So that's what I've been doing for the last two years, is building up the podcast from nothing to something, hopefully. Um, and the premise of the show is in-depth... Conversations as opposed to interviews about each guest's life and their career and art and the world. And yeah, it's been uh, a nice mix of actors, comedians, musicians. I had a sex therapist on. Oh, nice. A rock and roll doctor, photographers.
2: A rock and roll doctor.
1: So yeah, Hank Wangford is the guy's name. and his- <laughs> Is he not the sex therapist? <laughs> <laughs> no, he wasn't the sex therapist. The sex therapist was brilliant, and we talked all about Me Too and gender politics and oh, nice. you know, a lot of these hot topics at the moment, and she gave some real authoritative insight into all of that. But Hank Wangford, the rock and roll doctor, is a guy who was a personal physician to the likes of Keith Moon, Pete Townsend, Keith Richards all those 60s rock and roll gods and he was the guy he has seen it all and he was the guy that got a lot of those guys off heroin Um, so he had all kinds of stories and he's also a country musician did a lot of touring in the 80s with Billy Bragg um, who else has been on the show? Tom Green, the comedian Tom Green. That was one of my favourite oh, episodes. Yeah. Steve O nice. from Jackass yeah, yeah. has been on. John Lydon from Sex Pistols. Sean Ryder from Happy Mondays. Bez from Happy Mondays. Uh, be Real from Cypress Hill. Tom Morello, Rage Against the Machine. Yourselves, Alice Lowe. And I'm launching season two of the podcast in a week. Mm-hmm. And my first guest is your old mate, Stephen Graham.
2: Yeah, we were just discussing that. Off yeah, it's going to be a great episode. I love Steve. He yeah, was yeah.
1: on this podcast he was fantastic.
2: Is yeah, I mean it's still probably so one of funny. Our most listened to episodes, I think, in every Yeah, it, the And one. I
3: think it is bound to be. I mean, is is well, he's not just a, a British icon, is he? Now he's going over to America, he's working well, he's all you know, he went over with um Gangs of New York and mm-hmm. he did all that over there and um obviously Broadwalk Empire, but now like he's working with Scorsese, Al Pacino, Joe Pesky. So he's a, Yeah. He's got mad now, and he's, he's a Hollywood name. Yeah. He is, I'm still mad humble. Yeah, mad humble. Like you know, he sent he did an interview the other the other day with, um, or he did it a while ago, but it was out yesterday with the Evening Standard. Yeah, I read um, that. Yeah, and he was still like saying really nice things about you know all of us lot from when we was younger, and yeah, he's just always been that humble guy. Mm. And I think I think the more work that he does, and the more recognisable he becomes, he becomes more humble. Do you know what I mean? So. No doubt that that's going to be a good good listen. Your episode, I'm looking forward to listening to that. Yeah, definitely. Well,
1: it's crazy, isn't it? Because he now calls the likes of Johnny Depp, Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, now Mike Scorsese, his friends, personal yeah, friends, yeah. and as you say, he is so down to earth and real. And he invited me over to his house to do it. I'd never met the guy before all my life. and See, I made you sit in a car on the seafront. Though. I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was a nice time, though. That was a nice second, that was. We had fish and chips. But I'll tell Jones you what, though. If that. you remember, it was a baking hot day. And yeah. by the end of it, because we couldn't have the windows down, obviously, because it would crush the sound. Swipe on. We <laughs> literally jumped out the car at the end, drenched in sweat. Oh, yeah, it was horrible. It was, a bit of a, yeah. it was like a sauna. But, yeah, um, it really, really
3: was.
2: You
1: both spoke to me about how much Stephen was a mentor to you guys early mm. on. It
2: still is. Still yeah. Is, yeah, 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 definitely. I just did yeah. a short film with him before Christmas and still Brilliant. still Brilliant, kind of, man. oh, nice one, mate. I still kind of like, it was like, fucking hell, yeah. I forgot, because I'd not really done any scenes with Steve since I was like 15 when we did the first This Is England. Um, I kind of forgot how uh, it gets into the zone and stuff like that. And I was like... Shit, yeah, like, fuck it, makes it just ups your game, doesn't yeah, it? Because you're like, yeah. right, okay, we play playing, with people like playing Steve. the big leagues now. Working with people like Steve
3: really makes your job easy because he brings yeah. out something that, it's just like a, a true, true feelings. And he terrified, when he's playing Combo, and mm-hmm. this is England, a lot of the scenes that, he, that we had to do together, I mean, he doesn't even have to say anything, he just, he's got a look, and, you know, it, it, but in such a loving, terrifying way. I don't know what he does, but it's just amazing. Yeah. Know, it's brilliant. And we, we worked together on um, a little commercial recently again, and that was just a little bit of fun. And he was brilliant. Like, he's, yeah, he's quality. In He's great at comedy. He's great at the serious stuff. and But, yeah, he's just so down to earth, and I think that definitely shows, doesn't it, in all interviews and stuff, so, yeah.
1: What were you telling me about the scene where you were in the closet and you were basically left in there and you were... Th- I'm out
3: now. now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thomas is very much out. You said that um, you thought that he was beating up Shimmy for real. Oh, right, yeah. In the the movie for This Is England. So
3: in in the scene where um, Combo's beating Milky up, um, Shane and Stephen both said to me, because I was prone to messing around all the time. I was in people's faces being a little shit. Um, They said to me, right, you need to really, really, really focus here because I'm taking Shimmy into this room and I'm whipping him. Um, and I remember he was hitting the sofa with um, with a bamboo. And in my head, because they told me, I thought he was hitting Shimmy. And yeah. obviously Shimmy was pretending to, to scream in pain to get my reaction. And I think, like, for a 14-year-old boy, I mean, <laughs> Shane was like, mind-fucked me in a way, yeah. <laughs> but in such a brilliant way... Um, but you know, like I think I've said this before in, in previous interviews, that Shane doesn't just then go right. That's a wrap. Go on. and then you know he, he really comforts you when he when he gets what he what he needs from you for a performance. It'll take you
1: to Wagamama's it'll Take away. you to <laughs> Bring you down gently yeah, and
3: bring you down gently. He yeah. don't just say right. That's a wrap. See you for the same again tomorrow. You know, Shane's works in such a beautiful way. But anyway, this isn't about Shane. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Well,
1: let me ask you guys a quick question before we get into my topic. What have been your favourite episodes to record so far, and of what this, have, what have been the most? You know, popular with your listeners.
2: Um, obviously, Steve's Steve is a big listen because uh, he's he's like they say, rightly a, a household name now. Um, what John McClure. John McClure was a great was brilliant, one
1: from Reverend Reverend of the, of the makers, yes. makers. Yeah,
2: I really enjoyed Rebecca Ryan's. Rebecca last week. Ryan's last
3: week um, was really chat about good. chat music. Rebecca played Debbie and Shameless, and she's in Casualty. Yeah, um, yeah, she again from she was sort of shot into the limelight, wasn't she? You know, like yeah, sort of we yeah, we um, so, you know, we had a lot in common and she's really, really calling down to earth and telling us about how, um, th- she's engaged yeah. and, uh, her fiance, one of the terms was we'll get married as yeah. long as you pass a driving test. So we'd caught her just off the back of a lesson. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she was cool. <laughs> that, that was, that, that was a great
2: episode. Jess Ellis as well. Jess we Ellis did, was we, another we, good one. These, the, the ones that I quite like are where, and we've got a few of these coming up now, I think, where we don't know the guest. Like with yourself, we've met you, yeah, yeah, before, yeah, So we've got a bit of a rapport, you know. Steve, obviously, we've known since we were kids. Mm. So there's a few of them, but then. There's a couple of guests that we've done where we've literally never met them. They're um, my favourite because yeah.
1: you get to know the person whilst the yeah. tape's running. Exactly,
2: yeah. and exactly. it's all genuine as well. Yeah, yeah. Kieran Griffiths as well. Kieran's was brilliant. Yeah, he was a good
3: friend of ours. Yeah, um, again from Shameless. Um, he was
2: episode one, one as he well. He was the yeah. first
3: one. Yeah, and Briggsy. Oh, it's like it's like being asked to choose your favourite kid,
2: innit? If you got
1: well, they all offer something different, don't they?
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and one thing that we say, you know, over and over again is, um, it's it's. It's not, some people might be put off by the subject. So like episode two, for instance, is, is uh, Biggie Smalls is overrated. So people who aren't necessarily into hip hop might go, well, I won't have anything to, to say Which about that. Which was me. Uh, yeah, you, you weren't. I didn't really know. Exactly. B- I knew Biggie was, obviously. But... Well, we watched the, the film, didn't we, the night before and stuff. Yeah. Um, That's when we actually used to do research. <laughs> <laughs> now we just rock <laughs> up. You've already of stopped. Of the equipment. You know. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so, um, yeah, like we always say, like don't be put off by the subject matter because it's, the subject, like now, you know, we've come in with a subject we've yeah. not discussed it yet, but that's fine because it's just an icebreaker for them people that we don't really know, or just to get the conversation started. Yeah. Um, so yeah, David Firth really threw us. <laughs> yeah, David Firth, like, like we about... sat there and he told us his subject, and then we
3: got there and then like we started recording, and then he went straight into another subject that we'd not even thought about. We were two like, on oh,
2: it. Holy fuck! We was like, what? Well, he changed it last minute and didn't tell like, you. But it, well, no, it it, it it was a bit strange when it like, sliced. Yeah. Okay, and and and. Tell us like I did earlier, with you, and tell us what your subject is. And his subject was uh, like Star Wars. No, no, but I think his actual subject was. Uh, oh, I can't think. It's been I can't that long. It was, but it, anyway, so it, he mind fucked you guys. from yeah, The sounds of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. well, he does oh, that to a lot of people. fair yeah. To you, <laughs> Oh, his, his subject was always being right. So, like, you know, people in uh, internet forums, Facebook, etc., happen to be right and stuff. So I went, oh, and uh, tells your subject, Dave. And he went, uh, Star Wars. And then we were he like... He was uh-huh. sat there wearing Star Wars trainers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you Didn't your high-top things on. Possible. I don't know. I ain't got know. any Star Wars. I uh, yes, you got back Star
3: Trek? Yes. It's the same thing, innit? it, all that shit? <laughs> Fuck
2: off. <laughs>
1: <I'll>
2: <laughs> um, so, anyway,
3: going on to the subject of films,
1: your subject.
3: Mm. Is-
1: My subject <laughs> is Hollywood <laughs> remakes, and it's obviously a very broad subject. mm First of all, we should address all the Hollywood remakes, which are great.
2: Yeah, well, I was going to say this
1: because they're not all bad, of course. Um, And there's a few that I've picked out that I wanted to, I guess, use as good examples of great Hollywood remakes. Yeah, ones that I fully support. Vanilla Sky. Yeah. the Cameron Crowe film was originally a Spanish film
2: oh, okay. Open Your Eyes some of these you don't even realise what was it we looked at earlier on and, and we didn't realise uh, I didn't realise A Star is uh, yeah, born yeah but I knew that you knew, I like, didn't know that Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I have never seen that Barbara Streisand and,
1: and yeah. I couldn't tell you
3: but oh, I know there was three right, okay. of them there was two before and then Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga was the number 3 on wasn't it
1: yeah. really? third
3: installment well, What not installment but third remake
1: See, I I love when they take foreign films and remake them often because I get the idea, I understand the thinking behind that. Yeah, They go, that's a really good story and it would benefit a from exposure audience. to a more mainstream audience because let's be honest, you guys know it, working in the film industry, subtitled films don't have that same draw mm. Mm. that English-speaking films do. Do they? Yeah. That's no, no, just yeah. so, That's sadly a fact. It doesn't phase me. Mm. You know, I'll happily watch subtitle But they can dub films, them a lot
2: now
3: as well. Aren't
1: they? They I, don't, I, I had dubbed films. I could watch I you watched, lose all the emotion. I watched a
3: series on Netflix recently yeah, called Quicksand, yeah. um, which is set in Stockholm in Sweden, um, and it's all Swedish language, uh, and it's all dubbed, and I think because we work in the industry, I noticed it because... Yeah. What I, what I thought is when there was a scene, there was... By the side of a road, and all you could hear was the voices. You can hear them crystal clear. No
1: cars. There's no atmosphere or anything on. like yeah. that.
3: And I mentioned it to Charlotte, and she sat there going, "I ain't got a fucking clue what you're on about."
1: <laughs> um, so she the mouth's w- not moving different as well. Yeah, they're they're yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I just find you it. lose
1: all the emotion with.
3: By the end of episode mm. one, I, I was into it and loved it, and it's it's a brilliant series.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't I, I don't think I've ever watched anything dubbed um, apart from like when you put. Sali on when you on old and it's the Simpsons in Spanish or something. Yeah, it's um, is it. But I really got into the the only thing that I've I've watched I've watched a few films subtitled but the only thing I've ever really like got into was uh Deutschland 83. Did you watch any yeah, of that? You told me about that but Oh, I it's so it. good. It's so good. And that's that's uh, German uh, set uh, during the Cold War um with uh East German uh, soldier kind of spying on the West Germans, um, it's it's brilliant, it's one of the, set in the 80s as well, so it's got that kind of proper cool music vibe and all that, um, but yeah, no, amazing series, and that's all subtitled, and at first it, it, it took me a little while to get into it, but what helped me actually, because I've seen three watched German <laughs> a tiny bit, no, but what actually helped me was um, watching it on my phone. Because it's a smaller screen, so you're not kind of looking about as much. You know, sometimes when you watch subtitle films... And you can't films, check your
1: phone because yeah, exactly. you're watching the movie on exactly, it. Exactly, yeah, because
2: yeah. that's another one. I've since watched it back on my
1: TV and, yeah... You find the mind wondering, don't you? That never used to happen, did it? When we were younger and mobile phones weren't a thing. Never. You wouldn't sit there and... a. I mean, it never happens in the cinema, hopefully not. No. But when you watch a film at home often, and I'm guilty of it as well, you'll find your mind wondering and you'll oh, just go on Instagram and... That never used to be a thing, did it? You never sit there and get twitchy and itchy. And oh, I'm going to read a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to pick up a magazine. No, yeah.
2: I mean, again, is that is that just phones though, or is that because now you you can just pause and rewind if you miss something as well? Do you know what I mean? There's an element. I that. think it's
1: phones. Yeah, I do think they have this addictive. Oh yeah, hundred really. percent. Endorphin so releasing.
3: Yeah. So I, like, I'm genuinely addicted to my phone. Yeah, same. And social media. Like, I I, I can the three apps that I use mainly would be Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I can refresh Facebook, go off it, open Instagram, refresh Instagram, close it, go onto Twitter, go straight back to Instagram. Repeat, yeah. And I know that nothing's changed, and it's like, it just becomes that big cycle. Um, And I put some on Twitter the other week about, like, how um, social media is a massive, massive um, reason for people struggling with mental issues now, because people are so nasty online... Um, so I tweeted something like, uh, Twitter's um, or social media's make, slowly making me hate the world. And then someone tweeted, yeah, but you're tweeting that. And I was like, yeah, because like, I will openly admit that I am addicted to social media. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know what, whether it's an attention thing. I don't know what it is, but it's scary.
2: It really is. It's just, it's just accessible, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's, kind of, it's, it's weird, isn't it? Because like, especially like Twitter and stuff, you're just kind of recording thoughts. It's almost like a diary. And but a lot the of the time, those thoughts it. don't
1: need to be shared mm. with the world. And that's the thing, I think, is people should filter people like themselves yeah. more. Not in the sense that you can and can't say that. It's just like, do they need to see a picture of these yeah. biscuits that I've yeah, made for exactly. you guys? I hate people no. go, oh, Gary's
3: been out <laughs> cheating on Although it is a very me. nice spread, it's a crazy. <laughs> Gary's been out <laughs> cheating on Instagram. me and he hasn't paid his, his yeah. alimony yeah. about America. Keep some stuff Transport, private, It's like, yeah, I, I get that you're probably having a bit of a shitty time, but... I'm sat on the toilet reading Facebook. I don't I don't give a fuck, to be honest. I want videos <laughs> you know of cats I mean? and dogs. That's yeah. all we want from The Facebook. other thing as well Food with it is, is I think people
1: now live their lives by comparison more than ever. Yeah. And so they're like, oh, my God, this person's always doing exciting things. It's they always bullshit. look beautiful. It's, they're obviously seeing a very selective view of that person's life. Exactly.
2: Mm. There was um, a, a great post that I seen the other day, um, which was, I can't remember who posted it, but they said, stop following influencers and start following artists. Yeah, yeah. Because influencers oh, will Amen. show you the life that they yeah. want you to see, where mm. artists will make you go, oh, my God, that's amazing. They'll inspire you.
1: To see the world yeah. in a different way, Perhaps, exactly, yeah. yeah yeah.
2: yeah I, think so true. I think that was what it said, actually. just lost it there. But mm. no, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's ridiculous. People live this, like,
3: online persona. But, I mean, you know, I put photos of... Me eating my poached eggs in my dressing gown in the morning every really. day, and most days. Like, that's all my This social- is real
1: life. This is my social media. It's <laughs> eggs. This is quality content. I mean, that's mm. a word that I really despise as well, but we'll go off topic if we go on Content <laughs> and yeah, so let's, content. Let's, let's, and really let's bring, let's it, bring it back. Love Martin it. Scorsese, The Departed, a brilliant Hollywood remake of the Hong Kong film Infernal um, okay. Affairs. Fantastic. Even the Old Boy remake <laughs> I loved. You know, obviously the original's superior, I think, but yeah. despite the Josh Brolin remake, brilliant. Ocean's Eleven, the first one at least. Yeah, originally that was a rat pack movie, wasn't it? With Mm. Dean and Frank and Sammy. I've not seen the original.
2: I'd quite like to see that because I I like a bit of. uh, It's very cool. If you like all
1: of that kind of period in culture and music yeah then it would be right up your street very nice. cool um Cape Fear again Martin Scorsese great yep. remake um there's loads Magnificent Seven that was a western that I, I grew up as a kid watching every year mm. and uh Antoine Fuqua is it the guy who did Training Day and yeah, yeah, a lot yeah, of those Denzel Washington movies he did it but then you go on to the other side and often it's when it's the original film is a vehicle for a particular star so yeah. let's say the Italian job and Alfie both Michael Caine, fantastic pieces of cult British 60s cinema. Yeah. And then you have Mark Wahlberg in the Italian Job remake. Yeah, and new Jude Law it, in yeah. the new Alfie. And Arthur, a brilliant Dudley Moore film, remade of Russell Brand. And Yeah. It, it when c- it's a star vehicle, sometimes I just think, leave the original as was. Mm-hmm. I guess my main problem with this topic and this concept is the lack of originality in the film industry now, and all we're seeing is reboots of old. Like they're basically retelling old stories. But I think for
3: the younger generation who don't really know who these, who Michael Caine is, or you know, like the younger generation, they'll like another example. I think is Baywatch. You know, Mm -hmm. the Baywatch was obviously the original. Was it ever a movie?
2: No, I think it was a TV show. But they they rebooted it it as a movie and,
3: and the Rock to get. The younger generation in because if that they, they, like I don't know say yeah but that young so you think is, they're going to then 30, go back and watch that's what they going to say yeah I don't mean. know but like a thirteen year old nowadays would go who's Pamela Anderson but they go Zac missed Effer. out <laughs> <laughs> a thirteen year old back in my day
2: sunshine would know
3: yeah. Pamela Anderson was <laughs> <laughs> but like nowadays they'll know who Zac Efron is and they'll know who Dwayne Johnson is so it's about I don't getting yeah. like, at the end of the day it's money of that's, course
1: that's it I mean and that's again I think the point like, no, that the I wanted to stress can do is, any
3: film and People will go watch well, Jumanji.
1: It. Do you, I mean, did I, they need to remake that for a modern audience? No, I mean the I thing
3: is, yeah, I don't know. I, I disagree. I think things you come on. I, no, I don't know if they need to make it, but I think the way that things <laughs> come on and the way that films are made, yeah. people might not. Someone might watch Jumanji back in the day and go, "This is shit. It's well, dated." I mean, I mean, it's, it's yeah. dated. Whereas kids nowadays like they won't watch something like that and go, <clears throat> "This is amazing." They want to see the people who they're familiar with do in such. The way that films are shot now yeah. with, um, with CGI and all things like that, that's what appeals to the younger generation. Yeah, Not, I mean, not necessarily
1: what's... True, and I, d- I have it? no problem with the the technical <clears throat> glossing up of old films, but what I find a lot of these remakes lack is the subtleties and the nuance of the yeah. characterisation of the originals. Yeah, and, 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 and Jaws you know, is a really is, good example. Have they remade Jaws? I'm sure they will at some they point.
2: They will do. They? I mean, there was, there was countless Jaws 2, Jaws 3, Jaws. not I don't know. Didn't Jason Statham
3: just do a film called Meg or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, well, that's. Did he, a, he
2: punch the shark? We've still not seen. Um, I mean, 2015 was supposed to have a Jaws remake. That that well, never well, got done from Back to the Future. You don't see
1: the shark until about two thirds of the way into the film. <laughs> that's what's great, and about that's it. exactly why it's such a great film. And yeah. I wonder if they remade it today. Well, I don't wonder because I know the answer. You'd see the shark in the first
2: five minutes. Oh yeah, but, like but, Godzilla, but, they yeah. did that. Like, oh, but there he is. There's the whole Godzilla straight away.
3: Things have kids don't have
2: attention spans. I guess, but
3: what changed? Like you've just been moaning about your Mac. About your your USB
2: thing, yeah. Like things change. People when actually want different... it was just the game. It was just yeah. my yeah. little but thing. People, yeah. But people want different things nowadays. I mean, but but then again, so going back to Jumanji, right? This is what done because have you watched have you watched the new Jumanji? I have, yes. Um, I, I quite enjoyed the film. It was great. I like Jack Black. I love Jack Black. Yeah. Um, you look like Jack Black. Yeah, I've had I've had that in auditions before. Yeah, Can yeah. you do that again, just more yeah. like Jack Black? <laughs> Because <laughs> we can't get the real Jack back. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you're a lot cheaper. Um, a lot cheaper. No, so the new Jumanji Um what I didn't like about it, what really I mean, I loved the film. It was, I didn't love the film. It was a good film. It was watchable. My little girl enjoyed it. She also really likes the original. Is spoon feeding or or changing things that go that they go? well, no, we have to do it this way now because of this modern audience. So the original Jumanji is a board game. The
1: preconception that they need to be spoon-fed. Exactly. Because it dumbs down the audience.
2: Exactly. So the original Jumanji is a a board game. Mm. So they've got someone in Hollywood has sat there and gone, kids don't play board games now. No, kids don't play board games. They did in the 90s, but now it has to be a computer game. I mean, mean, kids probably still do play board games, not as much as computer games, but the fact that... They assume that a kid wouldn't understand what a board know, game is. I don't is. know if they're assuming or maybe they're just thinking times have changed so
3: much. Yeah, but I mean, kids don't play board games anymore. Of course let's be they honest. do. I'm my little thinking.
2: girl was playing um, Hungry Hippos yesterday. Yeah, yeah, well, that's. I mean, board <clears> games is <throat> in like a strategy game. Well, yeah, exactly. But what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, yeah, they might not play it as much, and obviously, kids are just sat yeah. just looking at night machines. In front of now, a kid <laughs> nowadays, you're going to be like, well, I want my iPad. Yeah, is- yeah, but so then that,
3: it's, it's, it's times yeah. are changing. That's what.
1: If we could take it in a slight hmm. sidestep and look at perhaps more adult films and the remake. of adult Oh, this is a bit of a sidestep. Because <laughs> I, I can understand <laughs> yeah. and sympathise with wanting to update family films for a family audience. Yeah. yeah, Here's a great example of the most pointless film ever made. Gus Van Sant's shot-for-shot shot remake of Psycho. What a pointless exercise. Yeah,
2: I mean, I've not seen the remake, but obviously, like, the original Psycho was, like, just up there with I've with, never yeah. seen it never seen it he have did he a shot
1: no. for shot remake so it wasn't even that he just remade it why? he did a shot exactly why have you got it's Gus Van Sant I love Drugstore Cowboy my improv owner who's a great director Elephant but why would you make shot for shot a reinterpretation of a film that's already you're not going to get a better version than Hitchcock no you're I, just not is it? Is it, it I mean it's obviously it's money. is, money, is yeah. the newer
2: version in colour
1: it's in colour it's got Vince Vaughn as oh. Norman Bates Oh alright okay or Anthony it's Norman Bates, isn't it? Yeah, Norman yeah, yeah. Bates, yeah. And Anthony, whatever his name is is the actor.
2: So okay, so um so literally shot by shot exactly Literally just it? shot by shot. It's like a be student. Then, it? It's got, to be yeah, that's got to be
1: a bone in Project. And that's that's where the, I think the problem I have with it is um, the Wicker Man, the Nicolas Cage remake. Yeah, of
3: Yeah, I
2: went and watched that at the cinema. I've not I seen think the original you mean the
3: Ride at Alton Towers, don't you mate?
1: <laughs> the Wicker <Man>. Come on. <laughs>
2: um, yeah, I seen the um, I seen the the Nicolas Cage one. Um, Awful. Yeah, I mean, I remember going to the cinemas watching that and coming out going what? And I was only about sixteen. Yeah, um, and I was like, what was that? I wasted time there. Uh, but I've not seen it. Is the
1: original good? The original's fantastic. Is Christopher Lee, yeah. It's one of those... There was a sub of movies <clears> at the time. There was uh, Witch Hunter, General, mm. The Wicker Man. There was another one, like these kind of British gothic horror films. Yeah, yeah. Just iconic classic movies. Um, King Kong as well. I, I get why you'd remake it from a technological point of view. Yeah. But again, it was just such a bad movie, wasn't it? And Peter Jackson well, is one Peter of the with best the one to ever with do um,
3: it. Was again, in, with Jack Black. Jack Black, Black yeah. I, See, I, I haven't asleep seen twice.
2: the original. I haven't seen the original, but I enjoyed that one. Did you? Mm. I'm I think I no, I went and watched it uh, at the cinemas with some mates, I fell asleep, and then I put it on once at home and I fell asleep again. Like I've never made it through it's it. It's all. all
1: just style over substance. And that's what a lot of these remakes I find as a viewer are is they look great. Mm. Um, Which from but, that sort
3: of film you want to look great.
1: Yeah. And I think Marvel mm. do it fantastically because Marvel's stories always have a backbone. Yeah. And you're always invested in the characters. DC, on the other hand,
2: yeah,
1: I mean, are they yet to make a new good film? Uh, Aquaman is one of the worst. Is it? Is it bad? I've not seen it yet. Ever? I've went to watch one. I've give up on DC until obviously the Batman versus Superman. Have you seen Shazam? No, I've, I've not watched ones. it yet. Is that is that decent? You've been
3: and seen a comic book movie. No. So listen, so, so listen. <laughs> wow. so I was in, I was, I was away. Not away. We went for a country drive with my friends, um, and we found a little cinema, and we thought, yeah, you can dog in we can say
2: dogging. We went, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay.
3: So we one, two of the lads were into all of the the whole X Men, all that superhero stuff. I take
2: it
1: you're not a comic no, book No, guy, no, no, no. I'm
3: not, not really. Um, and there was like, let's go watch this Shazam, <laughs> and I sat down. And I shit you not. Within ten minutes I was like, what this is exactly why I don't watch this shit. But again But it doesn't mean what, to say that I won't do
2: it if no, there's yeah, anyone listening. What, I, <laughs> I like money and what money you're in there. watching though, <laughs> like like me yeah, and Matt were just exactly saying what then, they said is it DC like basically so you've got Marvel, you've got DC. I know Marvel not- do it very well with mm-hmm. Disney and DC just haven't got it yet. There's mm. some... Wonder Woman was good. You know Wonder what? I didn't yeah. see that one, but after Batman
1: versus Superman, that just, I that, vowed to like never watched another one. What I and hated. I only watched Aquaman because of Jason Moma because I think he's just a very charismatic, yeah, cool probably. dude. Yeah. And he is a super cool dude, but yeah. Aquaman is a, it's a bad movie, travesty. Oh, my. Oh, really? I mean, yeah. the- so bad. I'm not just saying that to be, you know,
2: Yeah, yeah see, I've
3: never really been into him and, and I, I said to him when I was walking out, I said uh, that's just reminded me why I don't like superhero movies and they said exactly that they said that wasn't a good one to go and watch they said like if you go and watch Iron Man yeah give MCU a go yeah I don't know what that means (laughs) (laughs) Marvel's
2: Cinematic Universe thank you very much (laughs) so that's your Iron Man your Captain America yeah and
3: that's what they said they said watch all them ones because there's a new one out um, Endgame Endgame
1: and that's like the most don't start there though because you'll have no idea do not do not start imagine that after the 11 year franchise building it goes straight to the finish line where's everybody i
3: thought you said he was in you just said you're going to start line of duty at series five (laughs) true
1: but i found i I can enjoy that without any
2: you will not be able to watch Endgame. i mean we so um well i don't want to to be (laughs) honest i will uh, not (laughs) my missus um like ut uh a month ago was like no not interested in comic book films she won't watch star wars or anything like that um and then basically a fair few of us were going to watch captain marvel so we, we, we've we got these uh, Cineworld Unlimited cards. God, how I'm much old, are they for the year? Uh, I don't know, like seventeen ninety nine 99 a month.
1: So basically the cost of one cinema outing. Exactly,
2: exactly. That's if mad. If you go to the cinemas twice in a month, you've made your money back. I'm going to do it today. Um, yeah, make the great. So we went and watched Captain Marvel. My wife hadn't seen any of them, but I was kind of like, oh, it's okay because it's set in the 90s, so no one's really been in it yet apart from Captain America, but he's, yeah... Um, so he's we dead. went and watched it. She absolutely no, he's not dad. He's just nice. <laughs> well, you've just ruined it for me. Yeah. Nice so <laughs> she actually she absolutely loved it, uh, Captain Marvel. So I was like, right, okay. Back now we've Iron got man to do one. the MCU in a month before Endgame comes out this month. Um, so we, we're, we're doing it. We're, we started. There's uh, 22 s- films, is that uh Yes, yeah, something like that. Yeah. So we, we've we've breezed through them pretty well. She's loving them as well. I man. was going yeah. to Emily, say, Emily. She's yes, yeah, yeah. she she's not one bit into no. sci-fi or anything. She likes Harry Potter, which I know you're not a fan. Well, yeah, not that I'm not a fan. I've just never, never really seen it. got round to it. I just <laughs> kind of was a bit like...
3: I don't know, maybe I watched a bit of the first one when I was a bit younger. You
2: right? were outside playing footy while I was yeah, inside That's reading what I mean. I was Potter. out playing
3: that's, footy and that's the day. Just being an absolute lad all the time. Just kissing girls, <laughs> having yeah, fun,
2: you know yeah. dogging and shazam on the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> there's an
1: article on and people can Google this, you should do it actually. If you've already started, you've missed the boat. But I think you can well there's a, you can definitely do it. There's an article which shows you not the release of the films, but the release in which they take place. That's what we're watching it in yeah. Oh, so you I've are got, you're watching them in chronological. I've got a chronological thing. Them. Yeah, yeah, I've got
3: things that were well, like actually done my with. friend the lads i went with have sent me a thing to say that's the order that you need to watch with. yeah i've got and I will get
2: around to it but i mean <laughs> honestly I mate know. you'll enjoy it I, I, yeah. I mean there's some of them we the ice cream oh, man oh,
1: but you've you're in the suburbs man. you're in the suburbs now boys Jeez.
2: um <laughs> we've uh we've watched them chronological order and i've i remember watching them the first time and like the first Captain America, I remember just not enjoying. I don't know why the only thing I liked about I remember it thinking the same yeah is it was it, it was filmed in Manchester a bit, so I was like, oh all right, cool, I like that. I mean it's done up as New York, but you know <laughs> um, yeah. but I since we we're watching them like there isn't a bad one, like they're all fucking great films, umn't you make one about a bumblebee recently? A bumblebee and ant man and thinking. Oh, ant man and wasp. No, it's not about a bumblebee See again. So I turned around to my missus the other day because we, we came on- to go watch a film about a robotic <clears throat> bee. No, no, no. You're no, no, no no, thinking Transformers, there No, I said to my missus the other day. Yeah, like, there was right, a
1: Transformers movie just called Bees or something. Bumblebee. Bumble- is that the one I'm yeah. on about? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Is, yeah I, <laughs> forget that Transformers. I mean. But again, w-
2: awful. It's not. I have to. I watch them just out of curiosity. But yeah. Anyway, so I said to my missus the other day, was like, right, we're on Ant Man, so let's watch that. What the? And she was Ant Man. She was, and she went, What's that, man? And, and Paul walking, Rudds in it, he's really good. He oh. is brilliant. Really so good. I was saying to my missus, I was like, No, it's really good. And she went, right, what's it about? Hey, Bear in mind a mechanical ant. <laughs> she'd watched all these yeah. others. And I was like, So it's it's this guy basically can shrink down like really small and and then he can control ants with his mind. And and she was like, No, no, no. Yeah, and I was like, Well, wonderful. you've got to watch it because it fits into the universe. You won't understand other bits without that. And then she loved it. Like it, That's it sounds That's the damp. funniest of all of them, isn't it? No, it doesn't sound that. Like well, and Ooh, Thor, Thor, Thor is so funny. Yeah, yeah.
1: bring me another. It smashes that. <laughs> she glass. loved that. She loves Thor. I wonder why. Yeah, swiftly moving on. Awful remakes. Um... So here's another thing they did a while ago. They would remake those iconic 70s, uh, sorry, 50s sci-fi films. So Invasion of the Body Snatchers. They did one called Invasion with Nicole Kidman.
2: Yeah, I saw that. And it was like a
1: weird, yeah. Awful. Um, The Day the Earth Stood Still, they did with Keanu Reeves.
2: Yes, yes.
1: Awful. And I get it. You know, if you're a a teenager now, you're probably not going to go back and watch a 50s black and white film. But what I'm here to say is you should. Mm. They will seem a bit kitsch and dated, but there's quality writing within, and they yeah. just have... Um, there's a certain level
3: of expectation now with movies, though, I think.
1: And that, for me, is a, a shame, I think. It's It's part of my problem with it all, is people, as you say, they go in, I want explosions, and mm. I want, you know, HD. And... and
3: it's the same with TV as well. I, I was sit watching sit in, uh, The Royal Family, and I just thought, the idea of that... Great show. You'd sit in, and it's, it's one set...
1: One shot, most of it. Yeah, well, and it? it's sort
3: of just a family sitting there, and I was thinking...
1: That would never get made to And again, People what a shame, because it. it's such a fantastically written, it's brilliant amazing. piece of British... Setting with history, isn't it? Just Timeless, saying.
3: Yeah. Is it really?
2: Setting with yeah, show, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: That's what I mean. I, I just thought there. there's no
1: way... All
3: it come down to was great characters and great writing. That's, yeah. all, it, that's all it took to have a, a, a sitcom, if you like, in sort of the 90s, whereas now it's like... Do sitcoms even exist so anymore? anymore? Uh, Are there any?
2: I don't I think... Trying I trying to the think sitcom, the other day. I mean, like... I mean, yeah, because, I mean, you've got... Yeah, there, there is a few sort of Other than Miranda, which is things. awful. Yeah, yeah I, I give that I like one. like Mrs. Brown's yeah. Boys. Oh, man. Um, See, I used... To, I mean, I, 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 I grew up with, like, Irish grandparents, and Mrs. Brown's Boys... Um, is is an old show like that's been going since the nineties. Like my nanny used to have all them on DVD mm. years before VHS. the BBC. Yeah, VHS, yeah. Um, and the older ones that they used to go, out, I think they just got an on RTE um, only. They're, they're quite good, I think. Yeah, it's a bit dated now as well in it. Like mm. could, you couldn't even imagine something like Friends really nowadays. I mean, no, you know. no, you get that certain level now. And, and to be fair
3: though, it's mm. not. I think a lot of it stems down to because people don't watch telly. Mm. I don't have Channel One, Two, Three, and Four at my house. Because everything that I watch is like on iPlayer, on ITV or Netflix and stuff like that. I just think people don't go around now and on a on a Thursday night go, oh, nine o'clock, I need to be at home. I need to be at home Do at you know what, though? Because, I've been doing that every Sunday are.
1: at nine for Line of Duty. Yeah, the think, first yeah. time well, in what's years. What's the point when you, you watch it, it Monday back, morning on and your is, sofa? It's that ritual, isn't it? Yeah. Stay in yeah. the pub.
3: <laughs> watch it when you get up in the morning over. Yeah. I mean, there's some a bacon <laughs> sandwich. You've got this dialed in. Well, I'm just saying how much it's changed now. People don't need to rush home from the pub to watch the bill at nine when they can just watch it in the morning.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it is, um, as Matt said, it's quite rightly happening a little bit more now with Line of Duty. I know, uh, obviously, Game of Thrones. Um, the Bodyguard. Was it The Bodyguard? The Bodyguard was brilliant. Uh, um, that, that was one that I was watching. <clears throat> on on the, and that, yeah. Every
3: sort of week, me and Charlotte was like, wow. I
1: think it's that idea that you don't want to miss the episode, <clears throat> go out, and then see what's happened yeah. online. Because yeah. that's another big thing, isn't it? Yeah, is people If they can't get to the new Game of Thrones episode that night you see some people go right I'm off the internet for 24 hours till I've seen it like that's this big I sacrifice that. that they're making <laughs> you might do it but would you go online and make a point of it oh like, no 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 I, no, I am no. coming off Twitter for five hours yeah. like do you want a fucking round of applause yeah, yeah. like, oh, <laughs> oh my god you're going to log off the internet for half a day
2: yeah you well hero <laughs> yeah. I think I think as well like if you do do that you just say yourself yeah, you just up to be a du- target it's like yeah, right I'm going to text you <laughs> fucking this happens in that or whatever <laughs> you just said do do <laughs> what no, you do 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 um, yeah, I mean, coming back to, to your thing, one that I can't stand nowadays, and it's it's coming back to that kind of lack lack of imagination and That's stuff. That's my
1: big problem, really. I'm not saying that there's not a lot of great Hollywood remakes. Yeah. It's just a lack of <laughs> imagination on the industry's point. My originality. And then there's just a lack of... Are they just really... Have having that little respect for their audience now, yeah. They just keep re and you know, with recent 80s remakes, 80s remakes, I can understand if it's 50s, 60s, you know, it's a long time ago. They're now remaking 80s stuff, Pet Cemetery, it, and it was actually a pretty good remake. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah, like I, I quite liked it, yeah. I, lo- we- I loved the music, I loved the yeah. scene where the cure's playing, and I they're hate cleaning it. out the back, no, that
3: scene when it, I think they're in the basement and it's Eesh. there, when biscuit, goes, mate. Uh, no, I'm all right. When it the and he goes, boo, right in his face. I just, yeah. I don't know. I, I watched it and come out, like because I'd seen the original with my mum, and I like loved it, and it terrified me when I was a kid. Yeah. But then I went into the cinema thinking, oh, and then come out, and I was like... Mm.
1: Do you know why that is? I thought is? it was more funny. I think if it, yeah, you have was, good memories of a film, yeah. the remake yeah. will never top the but, original, but again, like, even like, if it's a better movie, because it isn't a good movie, the original. <laughs> it's not a good film, but... It has that yeah. kitsch appeal, yeah, and but nostalgic. It was,
3: yeah, but I mean, that the, the, the horror wasn't in this new one.
1: No, but, but yeah, me,
3: and my misses. It was more laugh. Like, yeah, in that film that was supposed to be scary, and make you jump. I physically found myself laughing mm-hmm. at the cinema. Same, and it was like, I mean, it was great. And the kid, I can't remember the name of the guy who played. That Finn, clan, Finn Wolfhard kid who's
1: in Stranger Things, but didn't you know,
3: as well I right? didn't
2: like that casting either. I thought,
1: well, Stranger Will, Things, is... Will Potter
3: was supposed to play. Oh, was it? Will,
2: like Will Potter was Potter. supposed to play. A...
3: um Pennywise.
2: Oh, oh, right. wow. Okay. Yeah, so he was he'd a, make a great yeah, Pennywise. Yeah. He's got a really? face but, for it. Yeah, isn't so, yeah. but
3: the director who was originally <laughs> supposed to do it walked out, or right. something went on, and Will said, "I only want to do it if." If he's doing it, or maybe the other way around, or something happened like that, but yeah, yeah, I know that he was supposed to do it. I thought, I thought the
2: cast Will
1: Poulter was sorry. Um, was he in Mad Max, the recent remake of that? Oh, I don't. I don't I know as the Detroit. weird little thing that gets sprayed with the I've ice not seen in his it. teeth. Should I'm we not have a You know, Mad Max: is though, Fury Road. Road. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know that was a brilliant remake, but it's the same guy that did the originals. Ah, so it's more and of a Mad Max: Fury Road. Honestly, if you haven't seen that.
2: I've what? never watched a Mad Max film. No, no. never. Is it Mel Gibson in them? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've never t- watched t- them. Was were filmed in Hartley Was there? Really? I
1: think
3: God, it's I, I, d- it I in don't, don't
2: know whether people have just told you that because it's set I in think a really it's all bleak Australian. Because <laughs> yeah. it's an Australian
1: film director. It's set in like a, a really The, the outback.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, the might mind- <laughs> oh, <is it? laughs> a really so bleak totally dystopian on. future. <laughs> Probably Hartley Pool. <laughs> 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 Sorry to Hartley Pool. Is he in it?
3: Uh, I don't know I don't know my phone's up because we're in the middle of nowhere I've got no signal we'll, we'll fact check we'll fat check. do that Yeah, I'm we'll sure
1: it, he's yeah, in Trump. it um, sorry Andy what were you going to say before I got excited uh, about no Matt no you're Nuts?
2: right mate um, one, what I was going to say is like I am uh, he was again, not again going back to the. He, wasn't, he was not going back to the uh, lack of imagination for me um, as much as I am a, you know a bit of a socialist left leftist I absolutely fucking love Disney like loved them the biggest you know Capital. I oh, love Disney. Love it. Nowadays, Nowadays they're just the fr- Yeah, went and what? Like, what what's they, politics
1: got to do with Disney?
2: Very quickly, I'm just interested in your take. Just on Just because, that. like, they're normally seen as this big kind of capitalistic entity that is right, reinforcing now like, old-fashioned own, values. Yeah, and like they own the own. A woman needs a now. prince, kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. but. I grew up on Disney and I absolutely love Disney. I love going to Disney World. Like I just Disney's I just the best, man.
1: Disney. Jungle Book, first of all. What did you Book. think of that one. The remake. I loved it.
2: Uh, is that I got Robbie. I got half. Yes. Uh, I Bill think Murray. everyone was in that Bill one. Bill Murray is
1: Christopher Walken as Louis King of the Swingers. Genius oh, casting.
2: I, I've not. I've John not Favre seen it all the way through. It as well. I oh, did it. I like Faber. Yeah. Don't though. judge me. I've never seen a Jungle Book. You have not seen the cartoon, the original? No. Wow. What? All the Lion King.
3: Really? You've never seen He also. I the photo of his face. Yeah. You missed the moment. Now I was going to take a photo <laughs> with your face then for what? the uh, for the incident. absolute ha- shock.
2: Like what? <laughs> I want to hug you <laughs> and I ask you about I your childhood. You. What? You never seen the Lion King? No, never seen it. Jeez, no.
1: Favreau's making the remake of that as well.
2: Yeah, I but just thought... the don't...
3: Lion King. I might go watch the new one. No, don't. Yeah. I mean, I mean again, Bob, I'll probably go watch it. And that goes back to The Jungle Book. I, I, that goes back to what you're I, you, I, yeah. I, I might watch a little cartoon and I'd be like, nah It's like when you put Sky One on and there's an old episode of The Simpsons. I'm like, mm. "But if there's a newer version, now you can tell well, like the graphics and the edits." And like, I'd much rather watch a new one than an older one.
2: Oh, mate! So but I'd then... much
3: rather watch the the new uh, oh. Lion King than an old crappy cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
2: He's gone from shock to pure rage. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, they started remaking these things with with the Jungle Book, which, admittedly um I did buy on Apple, and me and my missy started watching it, and then we got tired. We just never put it back on. I don't know why. I maybe need to give it a watch. Went and watched Dumbo the other day. So I'm a little girl. So watched- that's
1: we need to talk about Tim Burton because Planet of the Apes, Willy Wonka, and what was the other one he did? Alice Charlie, and Wonderland, Charlie and the, in the Chocolate Factory, Alice in Wonderland, three of the worst Corks films pride. I've cupspired a million.
2: We're actors, and I don't want to ever, sh- you know, not get on the Tim Burton ship because yeah. I would fucking love to jump on that Tim but Burton But when you ship.
1: compare them to. Big Fish, oh, yeah. Edward, Tim Edward the- Scissorhands, Scissorhands, Beetlejuice.
2: Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, like exactly like Matt's just said, yeah. Tim His Burton's films of late a
1: massive dip, yeah.
2: haven't necessarily, yeah, they've not Charlie been and great. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory did. So hated it, hated hate it. it. Love See? the original with all Have you seen the original Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Yeah, feature? the one with... Thank um, you so much, because that's <laughs> that Dream Wilder. Yeah. See, I preferred... I preferred the oh, my God. <gasps> Get on a fucking <laughs> boat and just go away.
3: What? There you go, like, it's just... It's a personal preference. Get the fuck out of my face! All right, I'll take you outside and beat you up. I don't give a fuck.
2: <laughs> Has this ever happened before? No, I love it. Never. I mean, we'll scrap. Yeah, but it, did, it nearly happened in Kendall once, didn't it? What we were we talking about? I don't know. We, we were driving not down on a, the podcast. Though. We were driving down a country lane in Kendall. Oh um, my god! <laughs> Do we have me, me and him were arguing, like, like we're like an old man and woman, yeah. aren't we? And both our yeah. like misses are in the car. And he just went, shut the fuck up or I'll get out and fight you. So I was like, go on then. So he pulled Salty over the car me and him got out and a little slappy mess. <laughs> <laughs> not, not not, not like real, like we yeah, are just dicking about. the girls
1: inside yeah. just looking out like, what What yeah. yeah. idiots, yeah, hung over to fuck. No,
3: as I, as I, as it's just, uh, I can uh, the Tim Burton one. And I don't know whether it's because of the quality of it or how it's made or... Uh, I don't, I, don't, I don't. know. I just. I, prefer...
1: I just thought it was one of the worst things I've ever seen. Yes. Yeah, oh really? No. I yeah, love Johnny same. Depp and I love Tim Burton. I love and, John but those Depp. two films, Alice in Wonderland, I thought was atrocious as well.
2: Yeah. I nearly had a. I nearly had a. They did two of
1: them as well, didn't they? Two Alice in yeah, Wonderland. Yeah. I nearly had a. a, a but had Tim Burton a part didn't direct in the second.
2: To, in the second. one? Yeah. Well, not really. Did Tim a part. Burton do
1: that the second uh, one? No, one, no. One?
2: It was when we were doing a ninety. I think my agent rang and was like, "Oh, um, do you fancy?" It was just after we'd finished filming ninety or something. But it was basically to play. Tweedled D. D while Matt Lucas was being Tweedledum Dumb, oh, and then mate. swap over while Matt Lucas was being Tweedled Dumb. i would been Tweedled. D, um, a glorif- which would be quite standard. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. they were like, but they were like, you know, it'd be um, great
3: and all that. but yeah, I, you I turned it down. I've just in come end. off the back of the biggest Channel Four series <laughs> <laughs> ever. I'm not going to be a stunt double. <laughs> no, I'm not going to be a fucking stunt double. Thank you very much. I'm changing agents. Goodbye.
2: No, but I mean, I mean, I considered it and I was like, that'd be fun. And I thought, oh yeah, Tim Burton, you know, working with Johnny Depp, Matt Lucas, who. As you just said, then George Dawes, like I grew up on shooting stars, like and he's a brilliant actor, isn't he? Exactly.
3: It that Matt Lucas, yeah, yes. yeah,
2: who hopefully we we want to get on here. So. Yeah,
3: I've been speaking to Matt, really. And he's agreed oh, to come on it when we can nail down a good time. You've got to yeah, ask yeah, him about the good. film
1: smaller parts. Stop
3: poaching our guests, man. <laughs> no, we'll that's our questions, All right.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, no, I mean,
2: yeah, so, so, so <laughs> yeah, going back to the Disney thing though, like, I like, say, like, I just, I just think. Disney is such, a. I mean, Walt Disney was such a great storyteller and, and, and you know, the films have stood the test of time. Like, my little girl will sit, um, we've got that Disney Life thing. That Disney Life. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's a subscription <laughs> oh, thing. Oh, right, right, it's not like... So it's like it's they've got <laughs> most of their old films on there and stuff. So my little girl will watch, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I put Dumbo on knowing that there was going to be a remake. So I was like, right, okay, watch Dumbo, and then we'll go and watch the new one. How is the new one? It's... I've heard mixed
3: reviews. I've heard people have walked out and said it was. It was walked dreadful. out? Wow. Yeah, so Elliot, yeah. Who, who's example, the the rapper and singer, I saw that he'd put someone on. He said that he'd, he'd walked out, his kid hated it. it?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I went and watched it and admitted, Dumbo's probably not one of my favourite Disney films. I Never remember watching it when I, I was a kid. Seen that, any? Disney films. Um, yeah, it was good. Um, you know. But yeah, the new one it just didn't do it for me. And again, you know, you, you look at it and it's Tim Burton, you go, okay. And then um Michael Keaton's in it, so you go, okay, Tim Danny Burton, DeVito. Michael Keaton, Danny DeVito's in it. So you're thinking of like, you know, the bat you know, you're thinking of the great Tim Batman Burton. Returns. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, it just didn't it just didn't tickle the right spot for me. My wife loved it. Uh, she something- tickle the right spot for me <laughs> always. My, Hopefully um- not
1: whilst watching Dumbo. <laughs>
2: <then>. <laughs> my uh, nephew, he loved it, but then my little girl got a bit bored. I think towards towards the end, she, really? she just and yeah. she's a fan of all the original and Disney she cartoons. Like, yeah, and- yeah. And again, I think it's because I, I don't know. I just, I just, I just don't. Mm. I don't think they're necessarily just. The great thing about Disney is they've never just told stories for children.
1: Yeah, and I of think course. now
2: they're, they're trying that even harder. So with Dumbo and that, like, it's not just for children, but it's it's even more they're trying to get that adult market and the nostalgia market and all that. And I think tell it for children and adults will just love it anyway. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I, th- I think, in a lot of cases. I feel
3: like I'm not missed out, but I didn't watch <clears throat> many Disney films at all growing up. Really? None at all, really. Give us give us a list of some that you've watched. Well, it's the most recent. When I think Disney, straight away, I think Frozen. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um...
1: It's going to be a short list. Wow. (laughs)
3: Exactly, yeah. I mean, I grew up, when I was sort of 9, 10, I was watching Don't Be a Menace and... Great, great film. (laughs) Die Hard, mate. Yeah, Yeah. Don't Be a Menace and Ali G and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I suppose. I I was really old before my time, I think I was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the idea of watching kids' films is like, like, don't get me wrong, Mm. I I, I enjoyed Frozen. I've probably watched that a couple of times, just with me and my wife, but... Uh, yeah, I, I, Disney films just don't really. Uh, Charlotte loves them. Yeah, Charlotte lo- obviously she she works she's in a nursery. Girl. She works with kids and she loves kids, so she's ob- obsessed with n- uh, Disney. But
2: yeah, it's just not really for me. Yeah, I mean, and, but I mean, what I was saying is like now they just they seem to just be doing the MCU and then
1: Marvel just universe,
2: Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, yeah. thank you. And yeah. then <laughs> uh, and now just re-releasing old films. with with so like they've got The Lion King out this year, Aladdin. Uh, Will Smith playing Aladdin Will, Will Smith Smith's playing the genie Which okay. he'll probably be great I'll probably go watch He'll probably yeah. be great in that role I'll watch that Yeah then. I mean Again Have you seen Aladdin? No Wow um, <laughs> Like you know I mean I don't I, I mean true, I, I, don't. I love Will Smith Can Absolutely we just say Just off the record Matt is nailing them. I know. There was a full <laughs> the, This is on biscuit.
3: record And the only ones he hasn't touched uh, uh, And, and nice. his council estate biscuits <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm above them. Can I hone in on something here? I think we've nailed it. Here's my problem with the Hollywood remake in a nutshell. Tim Burton has got one of the most imaginative minds Mm -hmm. in the history of Hollywood cinema. And you look at his early work, Beetlejuice, Batman, Batman Returns, Edward, Edward Scissorhands, Big Fish, all those films are just so original and idiosyncratic and fantastic, right? And then now he's just remaking... All these films have already been made fantastically well by someone else. He's remaking them all and doing lesser versions. And this is from one of the most brilliant brains in cinema. And I I don't want to see Tim Burton do Dumbo, do Wonka, do Alice in Wonder. I want want to see him do Tim Burton. I want to see him be Tim Burton. He can do anything he wants. So why is he going back to this regressive remake thing that's just... I think, a blanket characteristic kind of sweeping trend at the moment throughout Hollywood. And for me, it just bums me out because I want to see new stories. And you look at people like Jordan Peele, right? The films that he's making are so fresh and original and distinct to his, where he's coming from as an artist. And that's what I want to see more of, is auteurs and original, fresh-thinking filmmakers. I think it's difficult nowadays, though, Mm. because cinema's so different. And I think the way that... uh,
3: I don't know, the way that they used to work back in the day, i.e. Tim Burton and all the, all the old school people. Do you think that the, the reaction would be the same from our generation now? No, I because think... Because things have changed yeah. so much. I think one thing in Things that have is- changed. People don't, let's like, say, people yeah. aren't out playing board games and, you know, kids aren't on the streets,
2: you know, playing football and doing that as much anymore yeah. because there's so much...
1: But
3: what about
2: but what Online about adults? From.
1: What about adults? Yeah, yeah,
2: you need to cater for them. I think one thing why it has changed so much nowadays, and, and probably why there's not as much imagination. Everything seems to need to be a franchise now mm-hmm. because of Marvel doing yep. so well. Because you know um, sequels, re- prequels. exactly, exactly. Everything now needs. So you couldn't Beetlejuice, for instance, if that came out now and it was the same exact film, it was you know Michael Keaton we and, and it was amazing. It, it would it would probably have the same reaction, but we'd already have Beetlejuice 2 in the works and Beetlejuice 3 in the works. Pirates yeah. like of the Caribbean so is a great example so of that. Exactly, so, you yeah,
3: exactly. believe, so you genuinely believe that if Beetlejuice wasn't released and it was released next week,
2: yeah. it would do as well as it did back then now? I think so, because it's a great film. If, if it was exactly the same film release now mm. I think it would I think genuinely it would do as would well it, as it would did would it need umphing up but this is what I'm saying the umphing up would be would be that you'd go that was a great film oh next year I can't believe I'm going to get the midnight screening of Beetlejuice 2 because I need to do you know what I mean like mm. like admittedly like I just said with the, with the Marvel Universe and that I suppose it's become more about money then a hundred percent, yeah. I mean,
1: yeah. it's always been about money, hasn't it, ultimately? Which is amazing for us as actors. It's show business.
3: <laughs> yeah, speak for yourself, mate. I don't wait for months. <laughs> <laughs> I want a franchise. I fucking
1: pissed off for short films. Why oh, isn't this you is in that? a
3: franchise? franchise. Uh, sorry?
1: With Kingsman? That's a, yeah. That's
3: a franchise. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, that was only a very, very small part, wasn't it?
1: Were you in two of those, or just, I the, just, last the, one. One? just yeah,
3: the last yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, and they're making one at the moment. They're making a prequel to it. Yeah. And then the one about making more and making
2: more. And yeah, I suppose, yeah. It's, they're comic book films. Are they? Yeah, originally a comic book. Yeah, i yeah. never read the comic books. Yeah, yeah. the films. Yeah, uh, well, like a graphic novel, I think, which is a comic book for people who iPad? don't like admitting that they read comic books. Can You books. get that on iPad now, <laughs>
3: probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. It's meant our times changed. Yeah, it's yeah. Changed so much. Yeah.
1: Can I ask you both this? We, me- <clears throat> I'm choking on a biscuit. Hold on.
3: Well, you are not have any. That's what I them.
1: get. <laughs> <laughs> choking on a trio. <laughs> yeah. Man down. Uh, have either of you two ever walked out of the cinema?
3: Um. I have, and I'll feel terrible saying it because Michael Fassbender's a mate of mine, and if he's listening, I'm sorry. But Assassin's Creed, ah, I've
2: not the, seen it. I, I, I
3: enjoy I, the games. I uh, I see. I love the games. Went with my friend in Hull, and I like. I was what I was watching it, and mm. I was confused. I was just like, "What is going on here?" I didn't get it. I thought it was just. I I don't know what I thought. I don't mm. know, and I was. It won't one of them films. Like normally, I can sit at, sit and just like with Shazam when I watched that I didn't particularly enjoy it but, but I you ride like it fine. out yeah. You ride it out where is that I, I said to me, mate I was like I'm fucking off mate I said I can't watch this can't watch it yeah and I don't think I've ever watched oh Baywatch I walked out of you Baywatch. walked out of that yeah but
1: I had to get a train <clears
2: <clears <throat> Oh, so it wasn't because you didn't like it, it was because yeah. you had to be... But somewhere. I didn't particularly enjoy
1: it. <laughs> How yeah,
3: come you I, went I, I'm in I'm there not. knowing
1: you'd have to leave before the end? Well,
3: I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> the, you know, with the timings of the uh, trailers are running for... Of course, you have, yeah, You get yeah. an hour and a half of trailers now. Yeah, yeah, put, yeah. You know, just
2: for money, Did you so. have to run for the train? I made the train in the end. I can't remember when I was. When you were running where? for the train, did you, was your mind in slow motion? It some, like, some people stay in the darkness. You two are weird. You two are weird. I can't wait to ever. I don't think I've ever walked out of a film. No. Um, have you not yeah. I don't Good. think so because I'm a bit like that I'm a bit just like complacent I'll just go I'll, I'll pay my money I'm I'll going to see this to the it. end yeah, yeah. Have, you,
1: have you yeah once The Hobbit 3 yeah,
2: once This Is England <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't think I would have seen that at the cinema <clears throat> but yeah Hobbit 3 one of the worst films I've ever seen Love Lord of the Rings yeah I think they're three of the best fantasy films ever made I thought all three of the Hobbits were awful. And again, it's like if you've got a small book and you're trying to make a trilogy out of yeah, it. Exactly. That's you, you're stringing you're stringing it out. Mm. Just make one film. Yep. You know, Lord of the Rings are eight times the size. There's eight times as much going on, so that warrants a trilogy. Yeah. The I, Hobbit Lord didn't. The and it was so bad.
2: Yeah, I never, I never enjoyed never Lord, of Lord, Lord of the Rings, of the Rings. when they came out. They, I never enjoyed them when they came out. Again, films. I fell asleep drawing, And I'm talking, I was probably about ten when the first Lord of the Rings came out. Maybe a bit younger um i've since rewatched them really enjoyed them um i the hobbit was one of the first books i ever read I used to love the book um and then when when it was coming out and it was uh martin right, and freeman. freeman playing it i was like buzzing i love my he's Google. great he's really yeah, yeah, good yeah he's really Google. good in it It's really yeah, good I just a vodafone advert. it was when <laughs> yeah. right it's really good in there. it was when they started singing for me didn't they a bit in, in the bit with like is it dwarves or something and, or orcs or something and it's the dwarves it's James
1: Nesbitt and his crew, yeah. Yeah, that, that was when I was That was when Classic I was like, Jimmy right. <laughs> yeah, it. Down the pub. A few songs. No, yeah, I'm, it, I'm it sure he was, was in so a bad. Yeah, one. No.
2: Yeah, um, yeah, I didn't, didn't, didn't give any of them. I think I watched the first bit of one and then I was mm. like, yeah. It's just awful.
1: Real shame. It's a real shame as well when there's like a <clears throat> black mark on a franchise. Like yeah. the first three are so timeless and fantastic. And you just think you've made enough money from those three. Yeah, Just yeah. leave it. Just well, leave it. Well, yeah, but how but, much money is he? Like Pirates of the Caribbean, isn't it? The first one, brilliant, really great, enjoyed film. it. Yeah, second, yeah, and then Disney? the more they make, the worse they get. I think they are Disney. Yeah, yeah,
2: they're Disney. Yeah, So it's based on a Disney nerd. Just based make on sure a ride you don't say Disney. this is
3: Stephen Graham. Well, well you we've you already done
1: the interview thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's <laughs> in a minute. I mean, but
2: no, same. Like I. I enjoyed the first Pirates and then the second and third were you know, they were all right. I think mean, Johnny um, carried them as well. Oh yeah, 100%. Like that And um, that
1: for me was the start of him becoming a lazy actor because he used to be so good and yeah. then I feel like as soon as he hit that Jack Sparrow stride, he just started and Wonker and Alice in Wonderland and it's like we're just seeing this same variation of this kooky mm. kind of you look Which at him in the film like well. Finding Neverland, yeah. and you see he's got great depth, and he's a brilliant actor, and, and he can uh, be the Kooky Old
2: well, oh, Man. Oh man, incredible! Yeah. Which one's that? Too? What's he in Gilbert Grape? Oh, I haven't seen it. Do I mean, you, not, you need for Leonardo so DiCaprio alone, you need to God God see that. He's
1: about God's eleven gosh. or twelve years oh, old. Oh shit! The autistic
3: Yeah, he's amazing. Oh nice. He's one of them. Like I remember Joe Hartley who played um Cynthia in This Is England. She. Sat down and showed me, and I was like, "I'm not boy. I was only 13. I think no, I'm not watching a fucking film about eating grapes or whatever." <laughs> and then she said, "Let us watch it." And I watched it, and I was like, "It stuck with me that film." And I've watched it like a number gotta of times. Got to check it out, man. It's mm. an incredible like Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio. he's yeah. like, re- yeah, amazing.
2: Let's. So while we're on this, and, and with Pirates of the Caribbean, let's let's go on to kind of like reboots, and 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 re- where do you stand on them? Like refreshing a series. Well, a, yeah,
1: Batman did it incredibly well. The, well, the Dark Knight,
2: yeah, insane. Amazing.
1: Yeah, and when I first heard they were doing it, because I was such a big fan of the two Burton films, and I actually really liked the Joel Schumacher it, Batman it, and uh, Batman Forever. That was a great one with Jim Carrey. And
2: yes, Hart. great film. Great film. Who yeah. plays Two Face? It's um, uh, uh, oh, what's his face? Out of Men in Black, uh, Will Smith. No, not Will Smith. The other one. What's his name? I
1: I want to say Harvey Keitel, but it's
2: not. No, what's his name? john oh, travolta no <laughs> we'll, we'll find his name but i can't yeah. believe we don't know his name why is that tommy lee jones tommy lee jones there, oh, there you go tommy lee jones yeah, yeah. No, it's up on the tip of my tongue yeah. yeah obviously we won't mention the is it batman
1: batman and robin yeah. and that's when it really dipped and so when i first heard they were going to be doing that i just thought nah you're not going to beat the tim burton ones why yeah. bother and then boy did they and they took it in such a darker more adult direction who played yeah. the best joker um,
2: uh, oh well, I mean,
1: well, I, I actually think, although I think the Jack Nicholson Joker I is love Jack. incredibly I mean, iconic. I think
3: Phoenix is going to be insane. I think
1: that Heath Ledger has till the end of time always going to be the ultimate Joker. Have you
3: seen the Batman's? Uh, no, not I saw I saw Batman Begins. Okay, yeah, like, yeah. the Christian Bale ones, basically. I oh, I've yeah, seen, I've not seen it.
2: They're, they're, they're,
1: so you've seen good. the um, the Batman Batman and and Dark Knight
2: and then Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, because so Batman Begins is Tim Burton oh is it Batman Begins is no so Batman who, Returns is Tim no Button.
1: I was going to say yeah, Batman
3: who, Begins was the first yes, sorry yes reboot with male and Liam Neeson so but, good I mean, great films so so many different people have played the Joker so you
2: think he what, what he fled what, you, what in you in a different about league what Phoenix playing Mark Hamill just going to throw that there. Probably the best Joker.
1: What was he the Joker in?
2: In the cartoons. Oh, right, right, right. Fucking right. great. <laughs> what was the, the guy
1: in the original 60s show as well? He was funny. I think wacky Phoenix is one of the greatest actors on earth, yeah. so I'm incredibly yeah. intrigued to see what yeah. he does I, Yeah, but
3: because... you know everyone says about the Joker's got this curse about sending everyone, like, whoever plays it goes a bit yeah. wacky or whatever. Like, Whacking Phoenix gets so into his characters, and he is he's so eccentric and weird in his own way anyway. Like, I wonder what that's done to him, mm. playing this cursed part.
1: What was the film he made where he pretended to be a rapper for an entire year? Oh, I don't know. It's directed by Casey Affleck. I think it's maybe called I'm Not Here. Oh, right, okay. Uh, You need to check it out, and it's basically like a year-long experimental art project, and he goes on chat shows as himself, but as the rapper. He's like, I've quit acting, I'm now a rapper, and it's basically like a mockumentary, but it's not funny, it's dark, and it's this in-depth exploration of him... Giving up one like craft and then going into this hip hop world, but just becoming this coke head drunk. It's insane. and it's all acting. It's all him just on the edge of the precipice, like Shit. beyond the point of I no mean, return. Joaquin Phoenix is he's such, committed. He's a pleasure to watch.
3: Yeah, yeah, it really yeah. is. Yeah. I mean, even if, like Johnny Cash, what line was amazing? Gladiator, yeah. Yeah. The yeah,
1: evil fucking yeah. dude. Yeah. I, in I watched that.
3: one of him recently. I can't remember what it was. It's quite a, a new film. There was quite a bit, an, upro- a roll, an uproar about it not being nominated for more Oscars or. Um, was it called Will You Be There or I don't know again, again we don't yeah I know, know
1: the one you mean yeah um, yeah yeah
3: I'll have a quick look now he's a
1: powerhouse but yeah the reboots I mean for me it's the horrors the Halloweens the Texas Chainsaw Massacres like or don't like dislike uh, with yeah. a vengeance I,
2: again I think is, is that though because like you were saying earlier on like with a horror film You've got such if you if you watch them probably when you was younger the Halloween's and stuff Halloween
1: and Texas Chainsaw Massacre the two originals two of the best not just horror films mm. best films ever made I think
2: but I mean I mean because the the reboots are you just are you just a bit more prepared for it No they're just you know never I mean? good
1: they're just never good mm. again like I, I like original concepts so if yeah, it's something yeah. like The Conjuring and someone will Great probably go thing. now that's a yeah, remake yeah, and you didn't yeah, know yeah, but yeah yeah I loved it I
3: yeah, thought it was incredible yeah. hey, so, It's about it's about the originality now that filmmaking, writing and things. It's lacking. It is lacking. Yeah. it is lacking, but things have changed so much that, like, again, it just goes back to the whole people will want to watch films like Ready Player One. You know, mm-hmm. there's more... You know, that's more relatable to re- real life with the VR stuff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I mean, is that an, yeah, that is an original, isn't it? Ready Player One. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's a book that they've turned into it. Oh, is a it film? okay? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. yeah. adaptations,
1: I'm behind all day. Yeah. There's I mean, never yeah. a film that's as good as the book, just because a book, I think, is a superior. Medium because yeah. you can get lost in it. You attribute yeah. your own imagination to the, the setting, yeah. the characters, everything. So I don't think even if it's an, an incredible film like Clockwork Orange, yeah. it's one of my favourite films of all time. But the book's still better.
2: Yeah, because yeah, 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 they, yeah.
1: Books are just better for me than films. Yeah. But and if
2: it gets people into reading more, then all the fucking best for it, don't 100%. it? Hundred I mean, percent. Um what I like uh is when like we were saying earlier on, like I know you said Tom kids nowadays they want cgi they want explosions and stuff like that see i like went to like as as bad as the last one was the the newer star wars
1: don't even get me started on star wars but
2: what i liked about that is they <laughs> they, they, they did what Good. they did the opposite in a way of what you because obviously when the first star wars are you not a fan either not a oh, fan really? no 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 so when the first star wars came out obviously in the 70s early 80s and stuff all of it was practical Everything and it was practical, so they didn't really have CGI then. Um, then when they did the prequels, um, episode one, two and three, everything was CGI. Like, and it was and just they were all overdone. terrible, weren't they? I mean, I like them. Do
1: you really? Yeah, Even as like a hardcore Star Wars fan? Yeah,
2: man. I mean, a lot of people give them but I, I, I enjoy them. They were the first ones that I watched as well. Oh, were they really? Well, right, right. The first one of the prequels came out when I was like seven. I went and watched at like, the cinemas. I watched them first, then obviously watched the others. The, the older ones are better. But the newer ones that they've come out and done with Disney and stuff, what I liked about them is that they did do quite a lot of it practical again, which I love me because, like, going back to, like, movies, like one of my favourite films going up was, like, Gremlins and stuff like that. And there's talks about rebooting Gremlins, which part of me is excited for because I love Gremlins. But then part of me is like, they're just going to fucking ruin it but with the CGI. But at it's know, still going to be there. What? Yeah, That's a great, point. Still That's great be point. Yeah, the originals are still there, I guess. Yeah. But all
1: the money going to these remakes, I would just like to see, and surely you guys as actors would as well, you'd like to see that money going towards good exciting, dramas. exciting
0: good original dramas. dramas. Good,
3: yeah, good scripts and stuff. There's nothing right. more frustrating than reading <clears> a brilliant script and you being attached to it or you, you have your audition or whatever and then you call your agent a month later and they're like oh they ain't got the financing for it and then yeah maybe like and you said here comes
1: the 8th here, here comes yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre here comes Massacre. Ready
3: Player 12 yeah um, and Judge Rinder and all that <laughs> shit that's being made and then your agent's telling you that there's no financing to to make these brilliant scripts and for me that's one of the most frustrating. I know we touched bases on it in other podcasts but for me that's the, one of the most frustrating things about the industry that Money is being wasted on shit, and let's but, be honest. you could make but, 10 of
1: those films for one of yeah, these but having yeah, said exactly.
3: that, again, going back to what people want now, people yeah. want to watch Jodie Shaw, not for me, but that's fine. Yeah. People want to watch only Ways Essex, not for me, that's fine, and that's what people want to see nowadays, so that's what they're going to put the money into yeah, exactly. I. E. with the, the you know the, the scripts that are being <laughs> remade, "A Star is born is another one," that's already been made twice. Now for the third time, people, you
1: know, I he, can get behind that. That was a good film. I thought, I thought it was brilliant. I've, I've not, not seen, seen the yet. original
3: too, but I thought that was amazing. And I thought Bradley Cooper was. Whenever people think about Bradley Cooper and, and me as well, I think Hangover. I think of him as this knobhead who's pissed up in Vegas with his mates. When in actual fact, you watch American Sniper and you watch, he's a great actor. Bradley he's a, silver lining, unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's amazing. Like Rocket Raccoon and Lady Gaga <laughs> as well. Lady Gaga was. She was a revelation, you wasn't know, she? Amazing. Like, I never, not that I didn't have respect for her, but I just wasn't bothered about her. Yeah. That song, Coker Face was music. all you heard on the radio, and it's like, oh, there's Lady Gaga again. Wearing a meat dress. Yeah. But then I walked out of that. I wonder if
1: she'd cinema. get away with that now. She'd probably have a career ended overnight, wouldn't yeah. she? I mean,
2: I don't You're know. She's Lady Gaga, isn't she? I think she can She can pretty much do what she wants. Rise above the PC police. Yeah. Right. So,
1: should we talk about the, uh, the little event we've got ex- going on? Exactly, yeah. you've read my mind. Love it. Do we, um, should we have a celebratory biscuit? Or is, a is it just going to be me? I'm just <laughs> trying to bring you down to my level. <laughs>
2: you've had a load of biscuits. Um, so, I mean, you're pretty much the brains behind it, which is, I mean, why... Yeah, I'm you've obviously... been doing a lot of organising. Yeah, t- tell us about the, the, the attack of the podcasts.
1: Buy me one more minute. <laughs> I've just shoveled a hobnob in. Did you shovel the wine. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> so the big thing for me with podcasts is you don't get live interaction. Yeah. And that's what I really miss about working on the radio is you take calls, you get listeners on the air, you'd have a chat with them, you play their requests, and it was a very interactive medium. Podcasts are fantastic because, unlike radio, you're free to say whatever you want, mm-hmm. waffle on for as long as you want. There's no time constraints, there's no constrictions. But the one thing I miss from doing them is that instant engagement with, you know, fellow passionate people. And I think that people who listen to podcasts are actively engaged in the same sort of stuff, aren't they, as you as a host and your guests? Because otherwise they wouldn't sit and listen for an hour to people talk. So about a year ago, after I did the podcast with Dayton from Dirty Sanchez, the response to that was just insane. And I actually just did um, a nice graphic to celebrate 100 episodes of Life in the Stocks. end of season one and I did the top 20 most downloaded and streamed episodes and the top two are Pritchard and Dayton from Dirty Sanchez which was nuts and it just it showed all three of us how many people out there still have a fondness and a soft spot in their heart for Dirty Sanchez so we decided let's go out on tour and basically do live podcasts where I interview you two and we tell all the stories from behind the scenes and give people the chance to kind of get behind the curtain. And so we did about 14 shows over the course of a year all over the UK and Ireland. And they were just brilliant. They were really good fun. We got to meet all the Sanchez fans and, you know, especially for the guys after all these years, for them to still see people out there engaging with what they do, I think was like a beautiful moment for them. Yeah. And it's just a hell of a lot of fun. So I've done a few more since then. And then I thought, well, rather than just doing it on my own, let's bring in some other podcasts. Because the other thing that I miss, you know, you guys have each other with me it's just a very solitary da, da, da. so I, I miss I miss <laughs> collaborating and you know doing stuff with other people obviously I have my guests but it's nice to collaborate and reach out to other people doing similar things so obviously you've both been on mine and I love yeah, yeah. what you guys do on this an one announced. and I've thank you for having me on have you it. it's, it's a very much a Marmite <laughs> drink I've found people it, either love it or hate mine. it it's all good because it looks now. deceiving you're yeah. <laughs> yeah. not a fan no and and then the Hardcore listening guys had me on their show about a year ago, they're obviously part of Pip's Distraction Pieces Network. Yeah, and I've
2: been on there as well. Great show.
1: On the hardcore one. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And I just thought, right, I'm going to reach out to you two and those two and pitch the idea of a triple feature live podcast event, sort of like an afternoon matinee style thing, an all day event. Um, so that's what's happening. So we've got the venue. It's in Islington at the O2 yeah. Academy. Um, and we're going to be there on Saturday, the 20th of July. Yeah. So it's in the summer. Obviously, everybody will be hopefully off school. It's on a Saturday anyway. We'll open the doors at three. Um, and everybody comes in, and then the idea is I'll do a podcast live on stage. We'll take a short break. Chris and Stu will do a podcast live on stage, take a short break. And then you two get on stage and do a live podcast. And then at the end, we'll all hang out, have pictures with everybody. Yeah, Hopefully, yeah. We'll all get some podcast merch ready that we can flog. But we and need to do some. We've all got to get some. I haven't got any myself either. And basically, just meet the people who listen to our podcast. That's really, without being too much of a hippie, that for me is the main driving force behind doing them is getting to put faces to names of people that you see on Twitter and Instagram yeah. messaging you saying, I love your show. So that's, that's the concept in a rather large nutshell. Uh, and I can reveal Are you going to my be- guest. Oh, nice. I'm going to do it. Yeah. My guest is going to be Pancho
2: nice. from Dirty Sanchez
1: Silly. and Pancho has not yet appeared on my podcast. I've mm. recorded an, ep- uh, an episode with him, which goes out in three weeks time. Um, and he's just one of the funniest people you could ever hope to meet. As you see him in the show, yeah. that is basically, he's not an actor, he's not you 2 he's not playing characters, that's him. So for the,
3: <laughs> so for the people who don't know Pancho, he's...
1: He's the short one.
3: From Dirty from Sanchez. Dirty
1: Sanchez. Yeah. And if you haven't seen the show, then believe me, you're going to be, I think, ratherly uh, entertained. Obviously yeah. people know the stunts and everything that was on the screen and in the yeah, films, yeah. but some of the stuff that went on off-camera is what what I love about those guys is... <coughs> very Welsh.
2: Incredibly, incredibly Welsh. Welsh. Incredibly Welsh. Mm. Well, I mean, they are all from, from Wales, Wales so, so that'll do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. And you know how you've got bands like Motley Crue and Guns N' Roses and all these bands that have lived very decadent, hedonistic lifestyles? Yeah. All those stories <laughs> are very much in print and out there, whereas with these guys, because none of them have books out about them, because the press don't write about what they've yeah, done, yeah. all these stories are basically untold, so there's like an untapped well... Of just hilarious, debauched, yeah. crazy stories, and I've made a point of leaving off many of the best ones from the podcast that for, I did with Pancho um, for our live event. Yeah. So I would say check out the episode with him to wet your whistle, mm. and then get some tickets and come down. And obviously, we still have to be announced. Stu and Chris's guest, yeah. And yourselves yeah. as well. We
3: confirmed ours the other day, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, Which yeah. we won't say. It's yeah. locked
1: in. But it's uh, Awesome. it's
2: brilliant. I can't wait, yeah, man. I yeah. honestly can't wait. Can we have wait. a clue?
1: What uh, sort God, of medium no. are they in? God knows.
2: Um, no. He's definitely you he can have a clue. It's he's a definitely hit. not a medium. <laughs> he's is 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 very big. He'd order off big and tall. So yeah. it's a male he an and of. he's fairly sizeable. I mean he's he's huge, yeah. yeah.
3: Cool. Yeah. So, yeah, looking forward to and it. And I'm but really listen, looking forward to it. Yeah. Thanks for um, thanks for uh,
2: inviting us to your house and
1: my pleasure. Eating all the
2: biscuits. biscuits that My you own biscuits. Right, thanks for buying mm. those biscuits and then eating them. You it's basically <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: just so I can <laughs> indulge my sweet tooth and have an excuse. Did we get to the? Do you ever get to the bottom of the topic? Is not there ever really, like a no. moment where you, do you go? Not listen.
2: When when we, <laughs> I can't.
1: I've listened to the Stephen Graham one. <laughs> when... I can't remember whether you decided whether or not at the end.
2: Yeah. You... No. So when when we first started, I think the Stephen one as well, probably. So the first say four episodes yeah. we used to try and change the uh guest's mind right um but then like with the steven one like we just we just agreed with him so yeah yeah we're and not really nice, trying like, to change minds
3: as well like yeah we've got a well, you two almost
1: had a fight this is well, a, yeah. an exclusive well, we've got a
3: subject this afternoon we, we won't say what it is because we're recording more mm. which we earlier on we was thinking like it's yeah, such yeah a, exactly you, you agreed and yep. i disagree well, well, not, yeah. not disagree but yeah you know it was kind of yeah, we had a bit of a disagreement about it, which I think what's what makes good chat, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah, completely. So yeah. Yeah, that's it, because we don't we don't we don't want to come away with anyone, you know, we don't want to say we're right, you're wrong, or whatever.
3: Ambiguous. You know,
2: again, we've said this quite a lot on the uh the podcast is a lot of our t- kind of reviews and stuff is is like having a chat with your mates down the pub. Yeah. And that's exactly what we want. Mm. So, you know, you can have you you can have a chat with your mates down the pub about anything, you know, but you and you don't
1: need to walk away at the end all on the same page. Yeah,
2: you don't need to be right or wrong, do you know what I mean? My gran used to say, you know, you can argue about two things and never come to the bottom of it, like religion and politics. Do you know what I mean? It's that kind of thing. It's yes. like we don't need an answer. We don't need a, a yes or a no, let's just have a conversation, I guess. So mm-hmm. yeah,
1: You've made me think about it in a slightly different way, though, Tom, in terms of the, the, the audience and their needs yeah, and true, their yeah. wants. Yeah. But I would like to just see less remakes and more original stories. Yeah, so would as I. As a final thought.
2: Yeah, so I, I mean, be. you know, if you are going to remake any big blockbusters, me and Tomo are available. <laughs> <laughs> hey! Nice yeah. one, Matt. Thank <laughs> you nice, very cheers, much. Nice you, fellas.
3: Again, the end of another episode. um, um I guess the listeners are probably fed up listening to our voices now. They've probably had it for an hour and 10
2: minutes. It went on a bit, yeah. I mean, I think we we chatted there for probably around about an hour and 20 minutes. And towards the end...
3: I'm. I'm not kidding you. I thought my bladder was going to blow up. Would you need a like, at one point? I was. I, I. like tried putting my hand up to say I need to pause to go and have a piss. <laughs> uh, my teeth was underwater. Like, <laughs> yeah. I've never heard that. <laughs> teeth was underwater. Yeah, as much. But I, you know, as much I enjoyed the, the chat. I would like inside. I was dying. I really needed to go for a piss.
2: Yeah, I, I just felt sorry for 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 Matt. Haven't you eat all them biscuits? He did yeah. a train on yeah, them biscuits, he didn't, them, he? didn't he? Yeah. I mean, fair play. Yeah. Fair play. The only ones that he didn't nail were my had, ones, on
3: your, <laughs> but I agree with you. Those decent biscuits. They're nice biscuits. biscuits. Yeah, I
2: like them. Yeah. But no, that was the always the of... ones that are at the
3: bottom <laughs> of the tin, broken up. You get little bits off.
2: Yeah, but I like them. I like an underdog story. You are you talking I mean? broken biscuits now. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. Again, another amazing chat. I always uh, so this. This is our second, uh, well, third with Jess Ellis, um, person who makes a podcast as well. Yeah. Um, which I, because I, I sit in front of the laptop and the recording gear and stuff, I always find quite uh, nervous because yeah. I'm like, I, I don't know what I'm doing properly and they yeah. probably do. Uh, so we had a bit of an issue, didn't we, when we got there? A the... little
3: bit, but that's because you've got a new laptop. Yeah,
2: that's yeah. That's what it is,
3: and it was just figuring it out, and I think we've got a dodgy headphone jacket. We've
2: got like a that. dodgy headphone jacket, just went then, which if you heard a bit of, like, knocking about, it was me trying to get it in. But, yeah, great chat, and um, I, I... Matt asked at the end of it as well, like, do, do you ever come to kind of a resolution? And I, I sometimes, like, I don't think we need to, like... It... No, that was the, the original
3: plan, wasn't yeah. It was like, we'll go in and try and change our guest mind... But in the end, we were like, actually, it's nice for us to just have a discussion, it doesn't have to be a game.
2: Yeah, exactly. You know,
3: we can sit and chat, and especially with people like Matt, who are so chatty, mm. um, and we've been really, really fortunate, there's just a loud motorbike going past Listen there. to that. It's London for you, baby. <laughs> um, and that's what's so nice about it, is we, we've been so fortunate enough to have guests who have been so chatty and not reserved.
2: Um, yeah, man, yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah. Because what's different about our podcast as well is we don't chat about personal life or... Chat about work as much. Yeah. It's you know, kind of just a laid back,
2: sort of chill chat that motorbikes still He's ready. just revving outside, isn't he? Oh, yeah. He wants to be on the podcast. <laughs> oh, motorbikes are overrated, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we, we're lucky enough to, to... we've not had any really reserved guests. No. Um,
3: oh, my God, I'm going to go out there and beat him up.
2: Let, let him go. Is he gone? I don't know. Sorry, guys. I mean, if you're if if you if you're a motorbike enthusiast, please tweet us what that motorbike was. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, we've had some great guests and um, Matt was one of them that we, we, we again, we don't really know. We've met oh. him once, he, uh, both of us. Um, but we're going to be working again with him in the future. Uh, we mentioned in the yeah, episode there the end, we? yeah. that we've got a live show on the 20th of, of July. July. Uh, that's a Saturday night and that's... In the O2 in Islington, yeah. Uh, yeah. So London again. Um, we're not going to say who our guest is, um, not yet, just yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but we've got a great guest. Yeah. Um, and if you are looking for a different kind of night out a Saturday night, uh, yeah. well, it's, it's more of an say, afternoon thing, isn't it? Thing, isn't it? Thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you're looking but for you a different, you can still
3: way. get pissed because I'm probably going to.
2: So. Yeah, I right. think there's a bar there and stuff, so you can yeah. have a few shandies. Um, but yeah, I mean, please do come and come and. Meet us, come and watch the the show live. We've never done a live one before, no. so we don't gonna know how inter- it's going to go.
3: It's going to be, excuse me, it'll be interesting, yeah, yeah. definitely. I mean, um, it's going
2: to be a different tone, isn't it, different. Theme. Yeah,
3: yeah, and um, yeah, you never. I suppose we're quite lucky in, in in terms that we don't delve into anything that's quite serious, whereas Matt can. can. Yeah, Matt Stocks does from Life in the stocks. He can go quite deep, so it'll be interesting to see how that is with a live audience. That you, range, you know, the guests, you know, emotions might be running high and things. So it's really, really interesting. I mean, ours is probably the the, the more light hearted one. Of,
2: of yeah, the, I mean, hardcore listings quite sort of uh, light hearted as well. Yeah, so of course. Yeah. Uh, if you don't listen to uh, hardcore listing as well, give give them a shout. Um, uh, Chris and Stu, they basically um. You, you're similar to ours, really. You go on with a subject, but you go on yeah. with your top five uh, of that subject. So yeah, you could yours do yours was food, wasn't it? Mine was top five shit dinners that are actually shit quite dinners, good. Yeah. Um, everything that you cook, then. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that time I made you lobster? Yeah, um, but that's yes. what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, we've rabbit it on now. We're up to an hour and a half, so we'll... Uh, We'll let you get on. Have a good day. Have a good week. Thanks for putting up with us again on this yeah. Monday morning. I hope all enjoy you all enjoyed your Easter to... weekend. Yeah, man. You've just I mean it's bank holiday Monday, isn't it? Like yeah, so I bet everyone's hanging out their asses. Yeah. yeah. I hope I hope we're there, Tonic. I hope we're there like yeah. we're there Lucasade on this Easter
3: Monday.
2: <laughs> um, enjoy your Easter guys. Um, don't eat too much chocolate. Peace out. Peace.
0: Planning for your next trip?